This week we learned that Schmucko, us, was you. As we discuss the 1978 psychological horror overlooked, not a classic, Magic. Welcome to the Bloody Bits Horror Show. I am your host, Eddie, the Axe Jefferson, and joining me as always, the fats to my corky, Tim Yobo, ladies and gentlemen. Well, what's going on, Eddie? Do you have uh, little Timmy sitting in the room with you right now? Of course. I always have little Timmy Still? sitting in the Even room with me. Still? Even after seeing this movie? Yeah, of course. Dude, little Timmy has been my original co-host since episode one. Wow. So in a weird way, I've been here since the beginning. In a weird way, yeah, you have been here since the beginning, and guess what? We are joined by another pair of people who've been here since the beginning. They were on episode one. They live. Stephen Izzy from the Everything I Learned from Movies podcast. Thank you very much for joining us, guys. Hey, everybody. Hey. Thanks for having us. Oh, my God, Steve. We're canon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you guys were on the first show, did you know that little Timmy was sitting in the room with Eddie, paying attention to everything that was going on? Uh, he just called it his penis back then. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, there was nothing little about him. <laughs> <sighs> so, guys, you picked this movie for uh, March Madness, 1978's Magic. Now, what's your history with this film? Um, Had never seen it before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, okay, I, uh, when you mentioned the psychological horror, for some reason this movie just jumped right to the top, and I really have no idea why, because I had only seen, like, the middle, like, a middle 20-minute portion of it, and I was like, mm -hmm. Anthony Hopkins is a ventriloquist, and... He's oh, having these kind of things like, okay, I gotta check this out. And, then, and he's doing those kind of things to Anne Margaret? What the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah well, I didn't know <laughs> Anne Margaret was in it until we started watching it. <laughs> yeah, no, I know why it jumped to the top of your, your list, because this has been on our to-watch list for a really long time. Yeah, yeah. Because neither true. of us had seen it in its entirety. We'd seen bits and pieces here and there, and we just needed a really good excuse to sit down and watch it, because let's face it, if we're going to sit down and drink and watch a movie for fun... It's going to be like Hurricane Heist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. And this is a slight, slightly uh, a better written movie than uh, Oh, extraordinarily better. <laughs> a few tiers above. Yeah. Yeah. So what about you, Tim? Do you have any history with this film? Uh, no, I think this is also the first time I saw it. Uh, I remember as a kid, I remember it coming out. I remember the posters. And I think, I don't know if it won some awards or something like that, but... It wasn't like a big, big movie, but I definitely remember it. And I remember thinking it was more of like, almost like a Twilight Zone type thing where you see the dummy coming alive and everything, but couldn't have been more wrong, but this is a great movie. Oh yeah. So, uh, I mean, again, like we usually want to warn our listeners, if you have not seen the, the film Magic, please go watch it beforehand. Um, God, I, I cannot Max. understand. If yeah, it's on that. HBO Max. Yep. 
Yep. I, I can't overstate it because this thing, the star power that is behind this movie is incredible. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why I'm surprised uh, it wasn't a bigger movie than it was. Yeah, it's so weird. But so my history is—I I remember I saw the VHS tape of it in in uh, one of the the video rental places I I went to, but I never, I never watched it for whatever reason. I don't know. But in in it should have hit me exactly in the right spot. I was a big Puppet Masters, Child's Play. Uh, you you give me a haunted puppet man, I'm there. Yeah, Dead Silence, baby. Woo! Mm, Dead Silence was okay. <laughs> and Annabelle. <laughs> Well, at least, uh, what was it? Creation was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But for some reason, I don't know, maybe because the puppet looked too creepy on the cover. Like, I don't know what it was. I just never jumped into it. Well, it looks like uh, him, right? Yeah. So um, I guess we can get to some of the background on it then. I've got a little bit of information. Guys, feel free to jump in whenever, though. But Magic is a 1978 film that was written by William Goldman. And if that the name William Goldman? Who's he? Yes. If that name does not ring a bell, then folks, it should ring a bell. If you've ever seen such films as Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Hmm. Yeah, that rings a bell. I don't remember any puppets in that. Yeah, right. No, no, no puppets in that. <laughs> Sundance was a was... puppet the whole time. Oh! Oh. <laughs> it was a deleted scene where Butch and uh, Sundance went to the puppet theater. Ah, they went to a puppet brothel. So it's a secret <laughs> Westworld. Oh, so it's uh, only hand jobs. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, no, he wrote that, uh, as well as The Stepford Wives and a little film you might recall, uh, The Princess Bride. Oh, I've heard of that one. Damn. No, yeah, yeah, he, he wrote the range. novel. Yeah, that's, yeah. he's oh. all over the place. Yeah, well, but he, but he also wrote... him in. See, he also wrote classics like Papillon and mm-hmm. The Ghost in the Darkness and ah! Misery and Maverick and the one everyone tries to forget, Dreamcatcher. Yeah, yeah he wrote weevils. those screenplays. Not <laughs> Dreamcatcher, not so great. So was funny story. The, was Ryan Reynolds the one who was sitting on the fucking toilet for like six hours in that Jason movie? Lee. No, that was Jason oh, Lee. Okay. Yeah. Almost close enough. Scooby yeah. Dooby Doo, we got work to do. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's favorite Wahlberg. Oh, man. <laughs> and people yeah. who have not seen that movie are going, why, why are they groaning? Tell me about mm. the shit weasels. For, for he the wrote same that. Reason, uh, we're, we're groaning for the same reason that, that one would groan for, uh, uh, God damn it, what was it? The other sister? Uh, Zelda? <laughs> no, no. The film, The Other Sister? Uh, Juliet. Oh, uh, uh, oh Juliet Lewis yeah. and, and Juliet Lewis and uh, uh, Giovanni Ribisi. Yeah, that's yeah, right. That, they went a little too hard on those roles. A little went too hard on the R. Um, you never go full radio. Wait, never go full. I thought it was a PG movie. I didn't know it was an R movie. <laughs> no, it's a hard R movie, just like the. Uh, it's an R movie, and it is PG at the it's same a time. Hard throbbing R. Mm. And yeah, just like the what was the Rosie O'Donnell one? That that what? very Ex- much did Exit not to Eden? age. No, not Exit to Eden. It was like uh, riding the bus. It might have been like riding the bus with my sister. Similarly, oh, that sounds very familiar. That title right there. Yeah. Wow. Oh my did, god. That did might the be a bonus same... episode if we can find a movie with <laughs> yeah. Rosie what O'Donnell going for going... an Oscar moment. 
Oh, mm. yeah, when she went full mm-hmm. radio. I remember that. She mm. went full radio. What the fuck? I have to look it up now. Hold on. Here. And then, yeah. I mean, you've got the classic, uh, uh, the one that they were referencing in Tropic Thunder, which was uh, I Am Sam. Yep. <laughs> which Steve, is the rough your one. your I Am Sam quote? <laughs> <laughs> I Am Sam is a revelation with Peter Travers and a Rolling Stone. If you've ever seen Drawn Together, that will be funny. <laughs> it still sounded funny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Riding the bus with my sister, TV movie. She played Beth Simon, 2005. Oh my God, it's a TV wow. movie in 2005. Wow. This is way wow. up in League of Their Own and Exit to Eden. And it was directed by Angelica Houston. Oh, my God. Morticia? Guys, this was, like, one of those, like, TV, like, watershed moments. Like, my mom made us sit down and watch this. Like, Oh, no. When you're in your early 20s. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to send to the chat, and I'll... Yeah. Oh, God, man. Right before I moved out. Let's see the picture of her. I guarantee uh, you she's wearing like a winter coat and a hat. I guarantee you. No, it's worse. <laughs> she's got her mittens on. Yep. <laughs> she's making a face that is inappropriate. Uh-oh. Uh, oh, what you mean her way? regular face? Yeah, it's Rosie O'Donnell, man. What? <laughs> Poor Rosie O'Donnell. No. What? I'm sure, yeah. she's, I'm sure she's a great person. Yes. Yeah. I don't believe all of the stories of anyone wow. who's ever met her. Uh, I'll I tell you this, the one time she came into my pet food store, she just shoved and elbowed her way right up to the front of the line and basically laid out the line of, I'm Rosie O'Donnell, I don't have to wait. Wow, oh, that, yeah. I, I mean, that's been happening since the days of, I'm Abraham Lincoln, get out of my way. That's, you know, <laughs> I need to get to my theater seat quick. It's why you oh, we have famous. a good we have a good Lincoln uh, reference coming up in the movie, too. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> next up, directed by... Another heavy hitter, Sir Richard Attenborough. Dr. Hammond like himself. <laughs> yeah, I like his brother, brother better too. But you might remember him, of course, from The Great Escape or, as you said, Jurassic Park. Of course. Yeah. And after doing this movie, his next gig, Gandhi. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do we uh, throw that in the Don't Go Home? Another watershed movie of its time that nobody watches anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll say I'd, I prefer uh, magic. I'll, I'll just go out on a limb there. Um, but folks, the Talk hits about ruining an Oscar. Ben Kingsley got a fucking Oscar for that movie, and then what the hell did he end up uh. doing? Blood Rain. Everybody does a terrible <laughs> movie after they get an Oscar. That's I mean, like... no, come on, Tim. He also did Species. Come on. <laughs> Yo, that's true. Yeah, clever species bitch or something good. like that. Is that the one of the lines in it? <laughs> oh wait, that's uh, Jurassic Park. Getting my movies. Clever bitch. Yeah. <laughs> well, and Doctor um, Hammond also directed uh, one of our new favorite movies we've seen recently. Uh, have either you guys ever heard of Grey Owl? No. No. It's, it's Pierce Brosnan as oh, a Native no. American in Canada. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Well, well, hold on, hold on. There's it, a twist to the story. The Irishman. Go ahead, babe. It's based on a true story. Yep. And about a Native American in Canada who, like, appeared out of the wilderness to, like, educate people on, like, why we need to preserve the land and preserve the heritage and all of that was, Mm -hmm. you know, like, got a bunch of laws passed, did a bunch of good work. And then it was later found out that he was actually just a British guy who was really, really in love with Native American culture. 
Oh, so he's the original, uh, what's her name? Rachel Dolezal? Yes. Yeah. And so it seems super backwards, but Pierce Brosnan is actually perfect casting. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, he's Irish. He's not even British. Oh, well, there we go. Yeah, so no, that's it's... true. Um, I, I thought you were going to say that the twist was that he took his neighbor that was full radio and uh, made him super smart <laughs> with virtual reality and military chemicals, but... No, but there are a bunch of baby beavers in that movie, and they're super cute. <laughs> yeah. So, the hits keep coming, though, for the cast here, because this is starring none other than Anthony Hopkins, Dr. Hannibal Lecter himself, or, if you prefer, Professor Abram von Helsing from Bram Stoker's Dracula, or the Baldwin-killing Charles from the film The Edge. Yeah, spoilers. What's that, Tim? I know, I'm just saying, that's right. I remember that movie as soon as you said it. Yeah, and we covered that on Everything I Learned from Movies. Available on all your favorite podcatchers. That's Mm why I remember it. (laughs) So more power keeps coming down the road, too, because we have none other than, as we've mentioned before, and Margaret, who you might Uh, remember. I love Tim. (laughs) Tim. That's why I, I always know I never to. saw this movie before because believe me, at one point I would have gone, Oh yeah, I remember watching this twenty five times in a row. Yeah, yeah. Well it's no made in Paris. Uh oh. I gotta put that on my list. Oh no. Yeah. Tim, what about it's a trap, a, it's really Rosie O'Donnell new to me. <laughs> oh, oh no. my god, I'm all ready. And then Rosie O'Donnell uh, pops up in fucking leather. So yeah, and Margaret, again, you might remember from Made in Paris, as I said, Carnal Knowledge, Tim, yes. put that on yep. your list. Jack Nicholson and uh, Bruce Dern? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Bye yeah. Bye Birdie. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Grumpy Old Man. Yeah. And she was in some Elvis movie. I think that was the first thing I ever saw her in. Uh, oh, God, yeah. Was she in like what Bye Bye that? Birdie? Oh, uh... Was it Viva Las Vegas the one she was in? It could be, but I remember, I remember yeah, like I she gets right. introdu- uh, the introduction of it's like some kind of like fucking crazy dance scene. It's like holy fucking shit! And then yeah. I was sealed for redheads for the rest of my life. <laughs> well, you get quite introduced to her in this film as well, Tim. Oh yeah, yeah. Still looking good there. Speaking and of grumpy old men. Speaking of grumpy old men, and speaking of the hits keep coming, Twilight Zone alumni and the man who taught Sly to beat his meat, Burgess <laughs> Meredith. <laughs> I never thought about it that way. Yeah. Oh, God. And he is incredibly good in this film, by the he way. He really is. He's an yeah. actor. He knows what kind he's doing. Kind of overstated and stuff, too, which is a little weird for him, you know, knowing him as, like, Mick from Rocky or TV's Penguin and stuff like that. Yep. Yep, no, he, uh, he nails this role for damn sure. And I'm going to round the cast off with Ed Lauder, who's been in every cop show. Yep. And Tim, next month, yep. in April, <gasps> when it's an animal's attack month, he might just be coming up between King Kong and Cujo. Oh. <laughs> now, I'm we'll hoping see. this is King Kong from 1978 also, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, good. That's the only yeah, Kong well, it I certainly know. isn't. Yeah, certainly isn't one of the modern Kongs. I remember that was the fucking first time I saw a movie and I realized that the movie posters lie, because the oh, original yeah? movie poster that is King Kong has one foot of each of the fucking World Trade Centers and he's got a fucking jet in his hand, and that does yeah. not happen in the movie. 
I, we had a Never similar forget. experience when we were watching uh, episode two of Erie, Indiana, because it only went on for one season. And uh, during the, the title credits of it, they kind of tease what's going on for the episode. And this one's all about the dogs going bad. And you see a dog that's got a handgun in its mouth, right? Yeah. <laughs> you drop that in the trailer, man. Come on. I know. So that's then a we watch. Yeah. So then we watch the entire episode. Not one of the the dogs gone bad uses a handgun. So hmm. I'm like, man, Both they lied like to us. Just like holding it for a friend. I I guess, but because I mean, during the credits, basically, it's like your weird montage of things from different episodes, and and that's one of them is the the dog holding the gun, but the dog doesn't hold the gun. My wife was angry. Wait, is he is he holding the gun in his paws or in his no mouth? in his mouth? His mouth. Oh, he's going to pull the trigger had, with his tongue, Tim. Come I was just going to say, they could have a thing where he goes up to another dog and starts sniffing that dog's ass, and he blows that fucking dog's ass right off with the gun. Oh, <laughs> like a silencer? Yeah. Like in uh, Postal? <laughs> <laughs> For a silencer, a French poodle works best. Yep, yep. And you know what, Tim? The the big bad evil guy in this uh, episode of Erie, Indiana? French poodle, of course. Oh, of course, yeah. Of course. Uh, of course. sneaky. Mm-hmm. So you see, that's the French what... invented the word sabotage. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the, uh, I mean, those are the heavy hitters that we've got in here. There, there's a few other, you know, mostly uh, big kind of TV uh, fixture character actors. Yeah, that cab driver, he's been in a million TV shows. Yep, yep. And I've got a couple of trivia facts for behind-the-scenes stuff. Um, mainly... So the first one, like you said, Tim, the uh, puppet Fats was modeled after Anthony Hopkins, yes. which you can tell if you watch the movie. <laughs> it's very disturbing. And especially when they dress alike, too. That's when it really oh. hits you. Yeah. yeah not well, so you a can big... just look at the poster and it's like, oh, they're both creepy. No, it's good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so tough, too, because like, I love Anthony Hopkins. But after Silence of the Lambs, I only see him as Lecter. Like, I don't know how to fix that. I think it's impossible because I was hearing Lecter in some of the fucking lines and the way that, the, the, the way that he was talking already in this mm-hmm. movie. Oh, yeah. It was like 13 years earlier or whatever. And yeah, I'm, I'm like trying to think of like a... Oh, uh, like world's fastest Indian is about the only one I can think of offhand where it's like, oh yeah, it's the fun side of Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, he really you know? doesn't feel like Lecter. Yeah, and I think he yeah. says he's trying to do like an Aussie accent or something, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Well, that I and mean, he also did that Stephen King one, uh, Hearts in Atlantis too. That was kind of a guest yep. type for him. Oh yeah, I seen another that. one that the screenplay was written by uh, William Goldman, by the way. Wow! Wow! So he did like two Stephen King movies. Well, he did, uh, so, man, I mean, as far as Stephen King movies go, um, you've got Heart in Atlantis, you've got yeah. Misery, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then what was the other one? Dreamcatcher. Oh, Dream that's catcher. Oh, so three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, look, he got one uh, one bad movie out of those two uh, and two good ones. That's not bad. Yeah. That's like, his, his, that's his like Stephen King books. I was going to say, that, that's not his fault. Dreamcatcher, the story is was written when Stephen King was, like, having trouble with opiates. Yeah. yeah. It, okay, it wasn't look. A great book. <laughs> From the director but... of Empire Strikes Back and the writer of The Princess Bride comes Dreamcatcher. <laughs> but look, man. Shit I mean, eels. You, 
You say that, but shit Stephen weasels. King in the throes shit of addiction weasels. can still throw out good product. I mean, look at Maximum Overdrive. Yeah. He just wanted Stephen King done right. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. I love Maximum Overdrive so much. Nobody is ever going to convince me that that's not the best Stephen King movie. <laughs> I might go with Running Man. But mm. well, see, no, that's is... <laughs> uh, Alan Bach or Richard Bachman. Oh, yeah. yeah. Richard Bachman. Yeah. Sorry. Well, if you're going to do Richard Bachman, that. then Apt Pupil is the best one. Ooh, that's a rough one. <laughs> I think you're on your own there, Tim. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let's ask the crowd. I don't think so, Tim. Yeah. That's yeah. Like Al. It's not the crowd. <laughs> oh, there's a crowd. Yeah. Sound like fucking well, Amy from Congo. Don't remind me. Don't. Tim, you're you're on an island right now, sir. So uh, you, you've been abandoned. Um, other than that, I've got the Gene Wilder was the original choice for Corky. Oh, what? Would have been interesting. Yeah. yeah. Don't know if it would have been better, but it would have been interesting. I, I am a Gene Wilder fan, of course, but. Wow, that's that's some fucking casting. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you're not going to say Richard Pryor had a role in this movie, are you? Oh, he was going to be Burgess Meredith. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That's that's better. All right. No, he was going to be fat. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I was like, thinking. Yeah, yeah. It was going to be, be like the toy. It's going to oh be like another uh, Silver Streak or whatever. And... <laughs> oh, by the way, we should definitely cover the toy, Tim. That's a that's a fun movie. <laughs> Holds up real well. Gene Siskel ranked this film at the number nine spot of his ten best films of the year nineteen seventy eight. Nice. So. That's, a lot of good movies yeah. came out in 78, I think. Right after mm-hmm. Any Which Way But Loose. Yeah. <laughs> and it says here that uh, R.L. Stein's uh, dummy Slappy from the Goosebumps series was inspired by Fats. Uh, Aww, so much so yeah. that even on the television series, the voice was modeled after Anthony Hopkins' Fats voice. So That's nice. amazing. I, 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 I love R.L. Stein, so... Yeah, me too. Me too. I used to read those books when I was uh, however old when they came out. I don't know. <laughs> I, <laughs> I guess really grade school, middle I was school. No, I yeah, when I was when I was sixty four, I used to no. <laughs> hey, they're they're really really quick read. Like they're fun. They're twisted. They're just dark enough for kids. <laughs> yeah, they're they're like a toned down tales from the crypt. Yeah, for sure. So that's the background info I have, folks. Unless you guys have something else you want to throw in, I guess we can start breaking the movie down. I'm good. Yeah. You know me. I never bring anything. (laughs) (laughs) You bring the heat, Tim. There you go. That's it. So we open on a magician's house. And we see an older fella sleeping on a couch. This older fella is, as we will learn, Merlin. Uh, basically the kind of, the guy who teaches Anthony Hopkins' character. Like Corky, his mentor. His mentor, his, his tools of the trade guy. And, uh, Tim, you did you recognize? You gotta have somebody to pass down your magic secrets to, right? Of course, of course. Tim, did you recognize Merlin by any chance? Uh, I kept hearing his voice, and I was like, I know that fucking voice somewhere, but I couldn't place it. And now as soon as you say it, I'm gonna be like, oh shit, yeah, that's right. E.J. Andre, ladies and gentlemen, he was in the Ten Commandments. He was in Papillon. He was on Dallas. 
Uh, I mean, he's he's been in a, in a few things. So, I mean, everybody in this movie has been in at least fucking fifty things. At least one thing. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, he's not doing too well, though it appears. Uh, so Anthony Hopkins comes in, and he starts reporting back about the show, the open mic night that he did. He says, well, I, uh, I went out there, I did all the, the magic tricks, and I did them the best that I could. Right? And you get, you get the feeling Merlin keeps kind of asking him, well, I mean, did you, did you blow it? Like, did you bomb or what's hey, going he's like, on? Did he's you like, do the flourish? Did you do this? Did you do that? He's asking him all these questions. Mm-hmm. And uh, Corky, Anthony Hopkins' character, he answers the questions very specifically in saying, I did everything right. Right. But when we see the uh, the reenactment uh, of what actually happened, it wasn't even so much that he did poorly or bombed on stage initially. No, it's just like an open mic night. Like no one's it's paying crowd, attention. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's there to pay attention yeah. to him. Yeah, got some couple yeah, making there's... out and all that shit. They're not going to stop to watch a fucking magician. Yeah, everybody's drinking or trying to get some strange. I mean, it's like uh, it's like yeah, some uh, strange <laughs> drinks. Yeah. It's like one of those uh, Vegas casino crowds, like in the little, uh, you know, they got the little circle bars or whatever, just mm, randomly throughout yep. the casino. And sometimes yep. they have a guy playing a piano or whatever. Just imagine the magician. You'll get the same reaction. Nobody cares. Yeah, no one's there to pay attention to him. It's that guy's just there collecting Let's tips. Say that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, well, he, he definitely tries to work the room, but uh, he, well... He doesn't do too well toward the end because Merlin calls him out on it and says, look, man, don't bullshit me. What happened? So we... Well, he did the trick perfectly, but no one mm-hmm. was paying attention. So he called yep. them on their shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a fucking thousand hours of my life up here, motherfuckers. Come on. <laughs> he says, look, you stupid sons of bitches. Don't you know how fucking hard it was? I made the aces raise. I did the raising aces, you dummies. And Plus so that woman Marilyn... that's laughing, the really loud laugh, the blonde. Oh, God, She's yeah. been in a hundred <laughs> fucking TV shows, and she always, like, that. that's like her trademark, that big, loud-ass fucking uh, laugh. That's rough. <laughs> it's how she communicates. It's like Amy with her backpack. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, she did have a... She did have a distinctly flipper vibe to that laugh. That's for sure. So Just like Steve's wife. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, and so Corky just deals on him. He's sweating up a storm, and he just fucking yells at everybody in the crowd. And immediately, that gets everybody's attention, right? <laughs> that should have been his shtick, right? right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just come out and bomb a little bit, and then just, like, do the insult thing. Get everybody's attention. Yeah, then well, we'll start see. doing the tricks again. Well, see, he kind of does that a little bit later on, Tim. So Merlin asks him, Corky, did you use your charm? And Corky says, no, I'm not good at that. I don't have any charm. Like, oh, that sucks, man. What are you going to do? You need to be charming for a magician, right? Wait, you mean like a magical amulet of some sort? Or what (laughs) what charm are we talking about? I don't know. Tim, would you say that uh, uh, the, what's his name, mind freak guy, he's pretty charming? Oh, Chris Angel? Yeah. No, he's not charming, but he has his own shtick, right? He's more yeah. charming than David Blaine, that's for sure. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm going to show you a magic trick. Uh, 
For sure. <laughs> yeah, For I just sure. had some THC cookies, and uh, I'm going to do some magic now. <laughs> Watch, watch if, as I sit still for eight hours straight. Do you think if you're a successful magician, you work your way up to pick up artist, or if you're a failed magician, you work your way down to pick up artist? All magicians really pick up artists. I mean, all right, Izzy, for real. Yeah. Let's say you're 18, 19 years old. You don't know who Steve is from Adam. Mm -hmm. And you're in a bar, and some dude comes mm -hmm. up to you, and he starts doing magic. Oh, well, uh, you guys are going to find this hard to believe, but, like, 18, 19-year-old Izzy uh -uh. was a super introvert and ho terrified of anybody, so I would probably run to my car crying. <laughs> oh. Okay, so see, it doesn't work on every lady, okay. right? So, somebody at a bar hits on you with, with close-up magic, yeah, runs to your car What the hell are you doing in that bar crying? anyway at that time if that's what's your problem? Stay home. Exactly. But uh, if, I don't know, Steve decided to leave me for Elizabeth's shoe and I needed to move on with my life now... Well, I can't blame him. It's Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, right? right, exactly. Oh, I mean, I'm disappointed, but I understand. <laughs> Which is why I'm going to pick up the pieces and move on. Uh, and if I, you know, I'm new to the then dating you're gonna scene. you going to start going out and banging a magician just to get back out? <laughs> so here's the thing with, like, the magic tricks. Yes, it can work as long as you can not be creepy about it. Ooh, mm, there's never the mind. Yeah, then. that's the rub. You gotta have that's some charisma part, with yeah. it. Like, how did it... David Copperfield get? Uh, <laughs> oh God, uh, Schiffer, Claudia Schiffer. Oh right? yeah, yeah. Right? He was with. Yeah, charisma. he hypnotized her. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a very long hypnotism. <laughs> you get a very the big devil. watch. No. He took a passport and made it disappear. <laughs> where are you gonna go now swede i'm just gonna say don't f sing phil collins at karaoke it's a huge turnoff <laughs> really <laughs> really oh rock because you know back in the day phil collins just slayed with the ladies yeah. see that's know. tim's big karaoke song too is he no, does no, a no, lot no. of phil collins actually uh my big song my go-to song is Hell is for children <laughs> no <laughs> play that funky music white boy that's a Ooh. good one. Oh. You just can't not get into that song. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's a good one. Go for it. We got time. Oh, no. I'm not going to do acapella. Come on. Uh, sorry, I don't have it on the soundboard. Oh, I almost next lost, time. I almost lost Steve to a wave of pussy after he did a superstition <laughs> at a gay bar once. <laughs> well, no, it was smooth. No way. No, it was superstition. Oh, yeah. That, that's, right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And apparently there were a bunch of single girls at this gay bar who were ready <laughs> ready for Steve. <laughs> oh, they man. Were, they were they fucking tourists. The yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you, Steve. Yeah, right. God, damn. You got the pipes. <laughs> And then oh, he followed. I'm not that the up. only one wielding the axe around here, Eddie. I was say he then followed <laughs> that up with chocolate salty balls, and oh, yeah. <laughs> I not, knew he was mine. Not a dry that was it, yes. <laughs> All of a sudden, everybody turned their back on you, Steve. Right? Except <laughs> one in the crowd. That's how you lose a crowd, man. That's like I said. The one time I've done karaoke, I did a Bloodhound Gang song, yeah. so I immediately lost the crowd. And, Wait, uh, was it bad touch? No, it was the Ballad of Chasing Lane. Yeah, that was gonna be my second guest. <laughs> so you gotta go to Korean Lane. karaoke. Did you get? Well, a I even did the room. miming, the eating ass by making like the OK sign with my with my thumb and my index finger, and then flicking my tongue. Oh wait, was that when it was People just supposed like to be an asshole, or was that when it became like white power? That was this was way before the white power thing. Oh, so this is yeah. brown power. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it was before eating ass was popular, so, you know. I'm a real trendsetter, uh, too. I think that's been around for a while. Yeah, but uh, now it's popular. Now the kids are doing it on TikTok, and I don't know. Oh, boy. Is that what yeah. TikTok is for? Mm-hmm. Really? All right. <laughs> Just go on TikTok, type in eating ass, and you'll see all the videos popping up. Yeah. I mean, it's the ones that have mine that get the most thumbs up. So. Your ass? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, poor Corky. He doesn't have any charm. <laughs> yeah, poor Corky and his TikTok account. Is that what we were talking about? <laughs> Corky doesn't have the charm like I do on TikTok uh, talking about eating ass. So, uh, <laughs> like, yeah, I got, <clears throat> I got no charm. Now, we That's cut ahead in time. Ass. Yeah, I mean, if you want to make it in show. How, how do you make it to Garnegie Hall, Tim? <laughs> you got to eat a lot eat of ass. ass. Oh, God. It's good because it's equal, equal opportunity, right? Yeah, it is. It really is, man. You can eat a man's ass. You can eat a woman's ass. Anything Everybody's in between. Everybody's got an ass, right? Everybody's got an asshole. Everybody poops, as I've heard from the, from the book. Wasn't it an REM song? Yeah, yeah, I think it was. From a, That was on Automatic for the People, Everybody Poops. So we cut to, I don't know how long in the future... And we have a suit from NBC showing up at the club. And he meets Ben Green, a.k.a. Burgess Meredith. Gang Green. Yeah. Gang Green. And all uh, Gang Green's like, look, man, I got, I got to act for you. You got to see this guy. And he's, I think he's like, what was it, a year ago or two years ago? This guy bombed here on his first time up. But One now, year ago, now, it says. Yeah. Okay. He's like, but now look, this guy's got, he he's got a good stage presence. Let's 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 take a look here. Yeah, I think it said on like the outside because there was like a line around the block or whatever. Yeah, yeah. they're like twenty eighth week in a row, like five yes, days right, a week Steve. or it says something like that. Weeks in like, a row, yeah. Shit. Yeah, that's pretty big for being held over in a club, right? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, oh. come on. If you heard that a ventriloquist uh, told everybody to go fuck themselves at a crowd at your local bar, would you be going down to go see him the next night? You know what I would do if I was sitting at that bar? I'd take that dummy and steal it. Yeah. Just sitting here, right? <laughs> yeah, that now was so, that's get so some true. Pussy. Uh-huh. So, yeah, what, what we cut to is Corky back up on the, on the stage, and he's doing his regular routine, right? He does the whole uh, force the card. Hey, uh, what, what's the pick any card you want as long as it's the ten of diamonds? And lady picks the card. Oh, it's the ten of diamonds. How did I know that? Now I'm going to do the I'm going to do the four aces rising. And from the back, somebody's heckling him like, yeah, I saw how he did it. He did a fake double lift, and now he's going to do the, the, the four card rising from that. But he's doing a switch on it, so it's the five card. The card is like, shit. written down, Eddie. Nah, nah, I made all that up, actually. So, uh... Corky's like, shit, well, wait, wait a minute. What, who the hell are you? What the hell are you talking about? And the suit's pissed. He's like, look, magic sucks. It's a waste of time. You scouted <laughs> me a magician. But Ben Green says, no, no, no. It's all about misdirection, right? That's yeah, all he goes, magic that's why is. magicians never work on TV because it's about misdirection and the camera. you can't misdirect the camera. Yep, because it's always locked in on him. But we get the misdirection. Because the guy in the back's heckling him. Says, yeah, he's going to do a five-card lift. He's a hack. And Corky calls him up. He's like, yeah, well, if you're so fucking great, why don't you come up here and do it? And the guy in the back says, yeah, I'll do it. Come on, just you got to give me a hand. 
heads to the back, gets the heckler, and uh-oh, it's the dummy. Ladies and gentlemen, we're introduced to Fats. I have written down, it's a dummy. Magic plus dummy equals money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Dunham, you hack. Right? You have to be and... a fucking one-handed magician to be able to fucking pull this shit off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for sure. And, uh, folks, he is, I mean, this dude is free associating, he's improvising, he's channeling some Robin Williams because he calls out some broad with big jugs and tells her, hey, I'd like to take a roll in the shavings with her. And I'm like, man, this dummy's got a good bit. Yeah. Like, like I'm line. digging his act. <laughs> this boy's going to get laid. He knows how to peacock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, he's the pickup artist. He, oh, how about that then, Easy? If a guy comes up to hit on you. <laughs> oh, right? boy. <laughs> and he's a ventriloquist. And he's got a dummy that looks just like him. Oh, yep, dressed the same nope. way. Nope, nope, no, 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 because I know he's fucking that dummy at night, and I can't Are you into compete. three ways? Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. It's technically not a three-way, but you can no. tell your friends. She you lets the dummy know, watch. Does that nose grow when it lies? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. But I mean, like, but see, like, I'm, I don't know if I'm the right girl to ask this because. No, I think you are exactly like every other woman in the entire world. Yeah. Dude comes up to you with a fucking dummy and then he's doing magic on top of that? No. 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 All right. So you got one. Stay in your lane. He was doing magic, maybe. (laughs) Okay. So, okay. You've got three guys. Yeah. I was just going to ask. So, Izzy, you got three guys come up to you, right? First one, just a magician, pickup artist guy with a cool hat. Number two, ventriloquist. He's not doing any magic, but he is a ventriloquist. Number three, snake guy, guy with a big boa on his his shoulders. And maybe that snake eats parrots, so be careful. Maybe. Who's got the the best odds here? Okay, I I have two questions because I need to whittle this down. Okay. The guy with the hat doing magic. Mm Mm-hmm. How cool is this hat? Is it the too cool hat or is it oh, the... I assume it's the top oh. hat, right? Yeah, we're talking like a, a 90s... hat with like yeah, fur, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, Tim, you nailed it. We're thinking 90s, like velvety, purple, maybe black, maybe Think some Johnny sort of a Depp stripe. has a yes. bunch of these in yes. his house, okay? Okay, okay. <laughs> yep. All right, and then Snake Guy... How many tattoos does he have? Snake Guy has got that you can see... Nine tattoos, but I'll what tell you this: they? he is. They are um, parrots. They're all parrot <laughs> tattoos, though. No, they're oh. all snakes. <laughs> they're all parrots with X's on them. No, they're all they're all snakes uh, uh, with the name of the snake on them. He is wearing cargo shorts, and he is wearing a custom tank top that he has made out of black and blue digital camo. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Snake. One of the tattoos. Don't try to. I've seen this. I've seen this guy at Patties. Yeah. Um, yes. So here's the thing. I don't have a problem with snakes. I personally think snakes are super cool. I would love to have one mm-hmm. as a pet. But the guy who brings the snake to the bar. Um, no, no, no. The, so these these people are all like uh, out no. outside park. I was gonna say they just whenever, randomly pop whenever out. Whenever place you are the oh, most we comfortable in, yeah. being approached by men. Too. That's where no, this, this is, is where this okay. is the place. Yeah, this is Th- the park. This is my this is my Tinder app. I just I swipe left or right. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. Perfect. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Because I'll say, guy who has a snake versus guy who brings a snake to the bar are two very different guys. <laughs> mm, that's yes. a very good point. <laughs> yes. Guy 
who poses with his snake on his Tinder profile, though. Well, I mean, that's mm. letting you know he's got a boa. Like, don't no. be shocked when hey. you come back. Ooh, well, also, he's got a small dick, right? Because if, you, if you're leading with Tam. a snake, come on. Damn. Well, yeah, you think I'm it's sorry. just going to be a picture Snakes of his cock? symbols. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we'll add we'll add a fourth option, the Tim option, which is just a picture of a dude's cock. So go ahead. <laughs> and he has it painted to look like a cobra. Yeah. Because he's not so, circumcised. Because I know your guys' listenership is at least 80% women, I'm going to send this one out. When you get the unsolicited dick pic, if you just type back, ha, 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 rolling up. Like, oh, oh, that's done. a great move. They stop sending them. <laughs> Oh, that's a great move. It's Maybe the that or it, that's that's so cute. How about that? Yeah. That's also another one. I'm probably not going to. No, you just right? have to say, "Where's the rest of it?" Oh shit! Like, all right, send it when you're hard. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> no, I, I found the the internet version of pointing and laughing is a really really good defense system. That's very good. So yeah, I'm probably just like leaving that comment of ha 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 um, on dick pic guy. Uh, snake guy is going to be difficult because, yeah, it's like, I'm going to have to determine, is this the guy who brings his snake, takes his snake out for walks, or is this this somebody who, like, genuinely enjoys taking care of their snake? Like, was he the kid who at 12 bought a little snake, didn't know anything about it, and ended up being a 22-foot, you know, boa? Like, Uh, that happens. He was into commitments. Exactly! That's a different guy. Yeah, but he's got a Fu Manchu. He's into commitment, right? Exactly, like uh, I'm saying. But also the ventriloquist, the magician, thousands yeah. of mm-hmm. hours mastering their exactly. craft. Also. And those Myth- fingers, uh, right? You see what he can right? do with a coin and those so aces? Say, you see what he's able to pull out of various <laughs> holes in his clothing? <laughs> yeah. Ventriloquist is out. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not into that much wood. Uh, again, magician guy, I mean, he's invested in a Johnny Depp hat. He probably... Probably learned magic to mm-hmm. pick up chicks. If he's Mustache in this... the soul patch, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. This guy has, has learned this to try and fuck girls. Yeah. I don't share, and this guy's just going to be into, like, I don't, like getting as many notches in his belt as possible. Oh, I think I'm going snake guy. All right. Ooh, okay. But then in walks Mr. Necromancer. Oh, Necromancer. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, How many is he wearing at once? <laughs> Hello, young woman. <laughs> I've come to unfold the universe. I'm dating Dr. Orpheus. <laughs> of course. Of course Necromancer wins. So ladies, when you're uh, uh, listening to this, always go with the snake guy. Uh, and gentlemen, get a snake. <laughs> give up the magic. Give up the dummies. So, if you, if you think the puppy in the park works, wait till you bring the snake. Right. <laughs> we'll see again. Like Tim, you worked in pet shops too. You know that there's a difference between the person who buys the twenty foot snake and the person who bought a little snake to find out it was a twenty foot snake and kept it. Actually, I was lucky enough. I never actually worked in a store that we sold pets. I think the worst thing that we ever oh. did was sell fish, and we had a blue lobster that once. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we did not sell any animals. Cool. Yeah, I always used to tell people: never buy a dog. Don't ever buy a cat in a store. If you're going to do one, either you adopt it. Or if you're going to be a fucking asshole about it and you have to have a certain type of dog or a certain type of cat, go to a fucking professional breeder. Yeah. Oh, yeah Genetic the, engineering. The, one, the, the pet shops oh. I worked in did not, have, did not do dogs, cats, or rabbits because we, we have rescues for that. Like, yep. don't need those. But yep. Rescue rabbits? A, oh, yeah. Re- rabbit rescues are huge. You, oh, because Easter. 
Easter, yeah. everybody gets rabbits, and then everybody gets two rabbits because they need a friend, and they're always a boy and a girl, and the and reason they why shit all over the place. Oh, yeah, and they piss on everything, tradition. and then uh, they don't let you hold them because they're basically like a cat with even longer claws, and uh, they scratch the hell out of you, and then they have ten thousand babies, and uh, I think yeah. Mike from the Grind Bin had his story on his show about how he had a rabbit. And the thing was so fucking crazy that only his father could go in to yep. feed it. And his father, he said, like, put two fucking pairs of jeans on so it wouldn't scratch his yeah. legs up. Oh, yeah. yeah we had crazy. that rabbit, too. When, when, yeah, when I was, like, ten, my sister wanted a bunny. And we went and got her a cute little bunny. The damn thing would corner us and growl. And, yeah, and we like, got you know what? I kind of like Elmo Fudd. I can my see. Dad, I see where he's coming from. My dad <laughs> could handle it because he would go get his welding gloves to handle oh, the fucker. Wow. You know Jesus. what? I'm sorry. <laughs> I love animals, but there are some animals that you shouldn't have as pets. And any animal that you need fucking welding gloves or two mm-hmm. pair of fucking jeans to feed it, yeah, is something you shouldn't be keeping as a pet, right? Well, you Tim, I just animals say, food. They're happy, right? You don't have to fucking like armor up to feed your cat. Oh, we so Tim, I got it. I got to disagree with you because when I'm rich, I'm gonna be a uh, falcon guy. That's my oh, oh, yes. oh damn! You're gonna be going yeah. to the fucking bar with a falcon. Oh, that's oh, yeah. you are gonna get all with that little the fucking hood on his head and everything like yep. that, right? Yep. Oh yeah. Now, if you really want to do it for the chicks, get a kestrel. They're the little falcon, because then oh. it's a badass falcon, but it's also little. Oh, that's a good that. move. So you're getting pl- you're getting uh, ready to get divorced, Eddie? Because I think you're married, right? You're no, about I just want to have move. Get it's a got nothing. Go to a bar. This has got nothing to do with getting women, Tim. I just want a falcon. <laughs> hey, and the women are just you know extra. Hey, he wants yeah, yeah, to yeah. woo his wife. Okay. No, she can stay out of it. It's just going to be me and the Falcon. We're going to move out into the woods. We don't need people. Well, yeah, because his wife is into keeping fucking rats and uh, fucking yeah. rabbits around. Rats. Yeah, yeah. So, so she gets the rats and the rabbits. I get the Falcon. Guess who wins? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, you Guess don't have to buy any food. Yeah. But we were talking about animals that uh, you shouldn't own if you have to handle them with gloves. Ice... I still, to this day, will not put my hand in a hamster cage without wearing a snake bite glove. I won't do it. Mm. Wow. Hamsters are you? evil. Every no. single hamster I've ever met has bitten me. Oh, wow. Yeah. I had a hamster when ham- I was a kid. He was a sweetheart. Uh, most hamsters are evil. No, not Lollipop. He was great. <laughs> so Corky's act <laughs> is a hit. <laughs> So, of course, his act is a hit. And, uh, yeah, no, it's working out. Everybody's loving it because now he's got the, the dummy as a diversion, right? So uh, he says, all right, I'm going to do this other trick here. here. Here's this other trick that I've got, right? I'm going to turn a diamond into a heart. So he picks the card up, gives it to the dummy. The dummy, all right, hold it. The dummy's holding it. He says, all right, now give it back. I'm going to turn it into a heart. And the dummy's like, no, nah, I'm not going to. I'm not going to give it back to you. I'm going to hold it. It's like, well, shit, I guess I can't do my fucking trick now. Thanks, dummy. But then, lo and behold, the card changed in the dummy's hand. Holy shit. (gasps) I think he's really great. And what he did was he changed the dummy's hand. Oh, even better. It's a separate dummy. Two dummies. Oh, snap. Two dummies, one cup. (laughs) <laughs> so Ben Green says, look at this. This guy is the best magician 
that we've had in 50 years. I'm like, I don't know about that. Uh, and he's got an and he's got an X-rated dummy. It's win-win. So, so you can't dummy put, that wait, you can't so, put on TV. Exactly. Oh, thank you, Steve. Yeah. Yes, because I'm thinking that. <laughs> yeah. You can't put this guy on Johnny Carson when they're going, hey, honey, you got a big set of tits there. What's going on? Yeah. That's not going to work well, on fucking late night TV. Well, yeah, because that's the next discussion is about how they're going to book him in Vegas and then get him to Carson. And it's like, I'm, I had the exact same note to him. Yeah, he's going to go up there. Hey, sweetheart, why don't you show me your tits, you dumb broad? Like, Carson's going to be like, oh, <laughs> good one. No, oh, what I love about great. it is one of the shows that Burgess Meredith mentions is Tom Snyder Tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Okay? That was that was a gigantic talk show. It used to come on, like, really late, yeah. late o'clock, late at night. And, right. you know, everybody knows Tom Snyder. Mm-hmm. And that was a one-on-one show. There were no fucking audience there. Yeah. So there'd be nobody for the fucking dummy to play off of. Yeah. Let's get you on Inside the Actor's Studio with James Lipton and see how that turns out. (laughs) Dummy, what is your favorite word? (laughs) Boop! I'm like, oh. Oh, Oh my. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Ben Green tells him, look, man. A talk show host like that, you get on Carson, Carson asks you to come back, and you got it made. And I'm like, man, you remember when going on a talk show meant something to your career? Oh, yeah. Like, Carson could turn you into a huge thing overnight. Like, compared to now, man, you go on, what, Kimmel? And he laughs. (laughs) Who was on Kimmel last week? Does he still have a show? Who knows? I have no idea. No, I, even before COVID, man, talk shows just didn't matter anymore. So anyhow, Ben tells Corky, uh, look, you'll know you're good and you'll know you made it when I buy you a free lunch at the Four Seasons. So what do we cut to? Well, it's lunchtime at the Four Seasons. He's a Rolls Royce man and he doesn't let anybody touch his Rolls Royce except another Rolls Royce man. Or except for the guy who's parking it, right? Yeah, well, that's true, too. <laughs> or the help. <laughs> hey, they, they tip very well there at the Four Seasons, so he's probably got a Rolls Royce. Ha- having worked in hotels myself, the people that really make the bank are yeah. the Bellman and the Valleys. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you're delivering the cocaine and the hookers. Well, mm. Exactly. It's true. you got to make things disappear every once in a while. <laughs> Costs a little bit, you know? So... We cut to the lunch, and old Ben's handing Corky a bunch of cigars. Like, here, take two. They're, uh, they're big. I mean, you know. Yo, these are expensive fucking cigars because they're oh, in yeah. glass fucking yeah. containers. Yes. <laughs> I love how Purchase uh, Meredith will, like, take the cigar out, start it up, and then he just throws the glass thing to the side. Yes. Yeah. I have a note about it. Such a baller move. This dude just throws glass vials on the ground, shatters them, and he's like, somebody will deal with it. Fuck them. Hey, you know what? It's practice. This is New York. In about, like, 20 years, there are going to be a ton of fucking glass vials on the sidewalk. That's very true. Yeah, a lot of dead soldiers, man, until Giuliani had all the homeless people killed. So... We find out, and he shipped him to San Francisco. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. He just he just moved yeah, them. Yeah, that's into what he told zone. everybody. They all moved to San Francisco. 
Yeah. It's a, it's a go with all of your old puppies in that great rainbow yeah. bridge field in the sky yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. They went to the up so farm upstate. There's so many cars that need squeegeeing. They're just so happy up there. Oh, so, yeah. so I was adjusting it. my microphone. All these wonderful tales. All right, so uh, a New York gentlemen, are those the bodies that are buried under all the COVID bodies? Ooh. Could be. Because remember that was like that was like a, a news thing for like half a second at the beginning oh, of COVID. God, yeah. Oh my God, New York has just like holes filled with bodies, and they're like, yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do about it? <laughs> yeah, it's called Potter's Field. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, we find out NBC wants a pilot special. Yeah, Woo! what's that? So. Corky, uh, Corky's like, yeah, well, what does that mean? It's like, well, uh, it's the first episode of a series that you're going to be starring in. And I'm like, I, wait, hold on. You're going to have a magician and a dummy do a fucking TV show? What? Big, no, yeah. 1978. That was when they had, like, the Don Rickles specials. They had fucking, uh, who was it? Uh, that's a that special. guy, Madam and Waylon? He had oh, a fucking dummy, God. right? And yeah, he had his own yeah. special and Paul Lynn. And they say, I don't think they say that it's an actual TV series. I think he says that you're going to do a pilot and if they like right. it, they'll ask you back to do more shows. So maybe like right. two or three times a year, some shit like that. Ooh, okay. Do you think it was going to be like a like a murder she wrote or like a Columbo like crime solving with the dummy kind of thing? <laughs> oh, wow. Imagine murder she wrote, but with Madam and Waylon. Oh, God. <laughs> oh my god and they find out it was the dummy doing it the whole time <gasps> but that's right, like really the us listeners out there it's what if we what if we added a dummy to criminal minds <laughs> <laughs> you mean another dummy to that show oh. oh god david caruso has a dummy that actually does all the <laughs> oh my god well i guess leaving his heart in san francisco Damage. Hey, the dummy's like glasses are just yeah. attached to his hand. <laughs> yeah. So you take it the supernatural route, and it's uh, Kolchak and Mister Pickles. <gasps> yeah. Oh, there you go. See. Does Mister Pickles also have the uh, uh, the the nice like cotton suit? No, oh, yeah, he's got the cotton suit, but here's the thing, Kolchak, he's the skeptic, Mr. Pickles, he's the one that's like bought into it completely. <gasps> yeah. Oh, you're flipping the shit. Oh, yeah. Like, hey, we should use the Ouija board. I'm like, I don't know about that. <laughs> then the fucking the puppet just gets possessed. What's a Ouija board? How's that gonna help us don't find the a puppets always get possessed in the end, no matter what. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Oh, I guess you turn it on its ear then. Yeah, you have Colche get possessed. That'd be even better. <laughs> and the dummy's got to, like, go off on its own to try to find a priest. Oh. <laughs> the priest and nobody believes him because he's dummy. dummy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no one believes the dummy. They think oh, he's God. the bad guy. Yeah. Oh, shit. It's a moving dummy. And they start kicking it, like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. You gotta it's believe possessed. me. I was framed. The power yeah. of God compels you. <laughs> no, the power of fire kills you. That's it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, fire cleanses Don't throw all. water on the fucking dummy. It's gonna wait it's for a witch. the fucking die from mildew. Yeah, he's gonna get Dutch elms, which is the problem with his penis, we find out later. <laughs> so many dick jokes <sighs> with this dummy. So many dick jokes. I wish I had dummy. a woodpecker. Yeah, so speaking of having problems with your uh, your pecker, it turns out NBC uh, wants him to do a medical exam, though, and Corky is not down with that. Yeah. He says, look, I refuse on principle. And I'm like, wait, what? Hold on. Yeah, You're about that... to be a made man. Like, yeah. 
yeah, yeah, that's the whole like premise of the movie is like, oh, I don't want to take a physical because you know we we find out later why, but it's like kind of knowing what those physical like the yeah, the, right? the insurance physicals or whatever are like it's like okay it's well you don't cough. have the big c yeah yeah it's like unless i don't know there's lesions pulsating all over your body or something they're nice to be like all right cool you're gonna live through your two-year contract all right yeah they're right. not giving him a fucking mental evaluation or anything like that they're just checking to make sure he doesn't have high blood pressure he doesn't he's not gonna have a fucking heart attack yeah, they're just looking for, like, goiters. They're not looking at his brain. Like, come on. Goiters. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, uh, okay. I think what he's anticipating is, well, foot. if yeah. I go to a hospital and I got to take the dummy with me, that's going to seem a little awkward, and then they might <laughs> yeah. refer another test. You're but... just working on your routine. I'm supposed to, right after this, Doc, I'm going to do a fucking show with Johnny Carson. So, I'm sorry. I have Whoa, the dummy. Doc, you want right? to warm that thing up first? <laughs> oh god he's just free associating with the dummy oh, while he's getting a, a finger up his ass uh, <laughs> hey now who's the dummy you're the one getting fisted <laughs> so uh, what do you have for lunch doc oh, oh shit it's a fish train yeah <laughs> it's, oh god it's a human centipede it's a human, human dummy centipede <laughs> so yeah he says look man I'm, uh, I'm a man of principle here and uh, man's word should be enough Remember when I first signed up with you? I just said I don't want to have a contract. I'm like that. I don't think that's how agents yeah. work. I don't think this guy, especially a William Morris agent, it's like, yeah, yeah no, 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 he's no, no, not no. putting that kind of work into some guy he has a fucking handshake deal with. Yeah, he's gonna get no money. He's gonna get a cut of nothing. Like, come on. No, no, no. This is Any when they him. first met. They eventually talked to the talked into a contract. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I guess that was uh, never called out directly. And But then we cut to Ben in a room with like eight lawyers. And I'm like, wow, they're investing a lot of money in this fucking dude that they have a handshake deal on. But okay, whatever. Right. So, but, but Ben, this is where he makes this great crack because he walks in and his uh, uh, co-worker just says, uh, hey, how you doing? You, you look like shit. So Ben says, yeah, well, what's the first thing an agent should learn? Well, you should remember that it was an actor that killed Lincoln. hey So he gives Corky a call. He says, look, Corky, the lawyers, they're breaking my balls here, man. We can't. <laughs> it's a contract thing. You got to do it. Look, it's their policy. And Corky's like, look, man, I got a policy, too. And my policy is that I don't get a fucking medical evaluation. So fuck you and fuck everybody except for my dummy. We're going on a road trip. We're out of here. Fuck you. But Ben's like, look, 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 hold on, man. I get it. You're afraid of success. That's the problem, right? I'm going to come on over there and we're going to talk about it. And I get the feeling that like Ben might like burn him with a cigar or something. Well, is this before after when they give the fucking joke about the guy who sent his girlfriend out to hustle? Where does that come I in? I think... Wait, what? He's I think t- this was after that joke. Okay, you know, because Hopkins has a joke where he's like, uh, he knew a guy who sent his girlfriend out to hustle to make money, and she mm-hmm. came home the next day with $16.10, and the punchline is, joke. who gave you 10 cents? Everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but he's trying to he's trying to to, to deflect. Um, he's trying to distract yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. 
So Ben Ben's like, look, man, I'm gonna come over in the cab. We're we're gonna we're gonna talk it all out. It's gonna be all good. So Ben, that's when uh, Corky yells at him. He says, "I'm not gonna be here when you when you get here." And he hangs up. He opts a cab, and, and he's staying at the Sam Rich, which is a big ass fucking hotel. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't a cheap and, place to stay even then. Well, no, he's this guy's a success, Tim. He, he's a uh, he's a magician uh, ventriloquist oh, in yeah, New York. We're, in the we're 70s. gonna find out that he's already been on Carson a couple of times. Yep. That's right. He's finally yep. gonna get his pilot special. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So he drives upstate to get the fuck out of out of out of Dodge here, and well, he drives off to his childhood home, and we see it all abandoned and shitty looking and for sale. And he has a flashback of him and his his family, and it's just him kind of like sitting on the the porch, whittling. He's doing a good job of that, while everybody else is like running off and being social and having fun. Not mom. Mom's sitting gr- very grumpy, uh, knitting on the front porch. Yeah, she doesn't look too thrilled. That's for sure. I noticed in this flashback, well, and both, uh, I think this house, this house they were filming at was, like, burned out. Because even in the flashback, like, above the porch, there's, like, big scorch marks on the side of the house. Yeah. Yeah, it looked, it looked fucked up, for sure. So maybe he burned the place down? I don't know. We, we don't get a lot of backstory on him. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say the dummy did it. Yeah. Well, and then like he loves the to. The dummy whittle, was so... jerking off one night and he started a fire. Just <laughs> <laughs> rubbing two sticks together. Yeah. yeah right. Well, but uh. so like we learned that he loves to whittle. So did he whittle fats? Wow, oh, and that's why that's it looks like him, question. right? Yeah. Yeah. That kind of makes that's... sense. Holy shit! I mean, it does, but it it. I mean, the implication is even more disturbing. If I was a whittler and I made a dummy, I'm not gonna make it look like me. But, well, but does he really know that he's making like, it look like him? Yeah, you make mm, it look like an exaggerated point. version of yourself, Eddie. No, so I like make really, it look really like my wife. Head. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Wood's too expensive for that nowadays. No, I'd make it look like my wife, and then I'd just fuck with her with it. Yeah, yeah, you'd be uh, fucking the dummy, which is why yeah, I can't yeah, date yeah. a dummy guy. Haha, <laughs> this is you, look, and I'm fucking the dummy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. It's a living. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm not that good at throwing my voice, so I don't think I can <laughs> pull that one off. That's what you got the soundboard for. <laughs> yeah, that's go, exactly. Right? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I could run a speaker into the fucking thing. Okay, just need a remote thinking. control just to be able to do it anywhere in the house. Yeah, I mean, I could hook it up to some sort of an app on my uh, cell phone and just hit that. There you go, man. Bluetooth. So now we head off to the cemetery, and we have another flashback of him as a kid at a funeral. And the cab driver recognizes him, though. He says, hey, man, how, how, how'd you get on Carson? Because, uh, look, man, I, I can sing. And I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny really well, liked the way I tossed his salad. hey <laughs> Gave that a reach around. And uh, now he says, look, man, the way I sing, I could make them cream. And I'm like, is this something they said 
Like, this is pretty gross. Yeah, this was kind of an, a saying back in the day. Yeah, cream <laughs> her jeans. Not a dry panty in the house. Yeah, you're going to make her cream uh, her jeans. Cream her panties. Gross. That was an expression. Plus, oh, I thought the guy he was talking about Carson. On TV. Oh. <laughs> but the cab driver is married to Marsha Brady. Oh, interesting. He was on the fucking what? Brady reboot. The Bra- Oh, God, the Brady reboot? Yep. Ugh. Oh. I'm cool, man. That's... I can avoid that. What, you only believe in the original Brady Bunch? Yeah, I'm, I'm a hardliner on it. I, I, only the original Brady Bunch. Don't get me started. I hate Alice so fucking much. No, I, I figured you would have had like a big crush on Alice. No, no, no. I'm sorry. You know what? I, I always tell my wife that if we ever win like the lot of like, like the billion fucking dollar Mega Ball, no matter mm-hmm. how big a house we have, we're never having fucking servants because I can never be comfortable around people who are paid to be there and do shit and just have a regular conversation. Never mind, now fucking Alice is going to come with us to the Grand Canyon on our fucking vacation? Get the hell out of She's going to be quipping the whole time? Yeah, right? Noise. And then when she goes on vacation, she sends a fucking twin cousin who's a fucking army brat over to bust our fucking balls for two weeks? No. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, Tim, That's I, I think that's very likely. If you ever win the Powerball, you're <laughs> going to be going on vacation with your maid, and she's going to send her twin cousin army brat when she goes on vacation. Everybody knows the servant Tim wants is like a genie he found in a bottle, a la Bewitched. Mm. Or no, wait. Bewitched, yeah. <laughs> he wants a genie <laughs> from a bottle, I always get like the two bewitched. mixed up. I don't know why that's a thing. I do. Which my wife told me that was a big show in South Korea a long time ago. Yeah. Because when I she told me witch. that she watched I Dream a Genie, I was like, what? I was like, yeah, like, when? Was like, when she was a kid in fucking Korea. Like, Holy shit. That's a big show in Korea. That's weird. I guess it's huh. crazy what translates, huh? Was she more of a, a Dick York or a Dick Sargent fan? Not Bewitched. She's Larry <laughs> Hagman, not Bill Daly. No, Tim, <laughs> we're, we're confusing Bewitched and, yeah. and I Dream of Jeannie, remember? Ah, uh, that's a bit. I'm sorry. It's, okay, no problem. Wait, I think I know I was a huge hit in uh, South Korea. Was it called Wishmaster? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, man. So... Cab driver recognizes him. Yeah, he says he could sing and, and make uh, Carson cream his pants or whatever. <laughs> so we, we drive down to the cabins, but uh, it's too bad because we, we knock on the door. We ask, look, man, can we rent a cabin for the night, whatever? But they're closed. <gasps> but he says, look, I'll give you $50 a night. I want, what was it, two weeks I'll pay up front? Yep, yeah, cash up front. Yeah. Where what would you says, like your breakfast, sir? <laughs> yeah, look, we just reopened. So then, Abbott that Hopkins goes up to settle up with the cabbie. He says, all right, the ride was $80. I'm going to give you a $20 tip. Jesus, how fucking far did he drive in a taxi in 1978 to get it up to fucking 80 bucks? I, the cat yeah. skills. <laughs> to the cat skills, yeah. yeah. No, oh, we, and all around town to all his childhood haunts. Yep. Yep. Well, plus the cab driver recognized him, so he's like, "Yeah, no, he didn't rich. recognize him until well into the trip." And I'm thinking, back in the day, you couldn't fucking find a taxi in Manhattan that would take you to Queens, Brooklyn, or Staten yeah. Island. Never mind the fucking That's a good point. Yeah. 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 What was the line he said when he was like, "Hey, you know, you look like you do, right?" Yeah, you or, really or look like, like yourself. Yeah, you really look like because that's you what really it was. Look it was like, like yourself. Yeah, like, no ship, Gabby. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
But then he gives him another $100, and he's like, look, keep your mouth shut. You don't know me. You didn't take me out here, all right? It's a $120 tip to keep your mouth yeah. shut. On an $80 ride, it was probably a $40 ride that he shouldn't have taken anyway. Well, Whatever. he's got to pay for the ride back to get back into the city, yeah. too. No, 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 right, because he's not picking anybody down. up in the fucking Catskills looking to go to fucking 42nd Street. No, no, well, no, because the cabbie yeah. says, how are you going to get home? And he says, I'll just call a cab and I'll call into town and get a cab. No, but but the but the cabbie, anyway, uh, yeah. Okay. Never mind. Uh, Okay. No, I was saying he's going to keep the meter running on the way back from the Catskills to New York. So. Oh, oh okay. I missed it. All right. No worries. Anyhow, <clears throat> we go back to the cabin, we get the key, and uh, the owner of the cabin leaves, and we uh, we get the f- distinct feeling they maybe, uh, maybe Corky wants to fuck her because he's watching her walk away. <laughs> well, she's got that fucking ass and that's on fucking ball bearings, right? Mm-hmm. Well, even when well, she's got her sweater and her hat on and everything, it's still Aunt Margaret, guys. Yeah, <laughs> true, true. And that's when Old Fats wakes up and it's like, help, help, save me. I'm in the fucking trunk. Let me out. So he opens up the trunk and he <laughs> takes Fats Please, out. Please, Eddie, keep doing that voice for the rest of the fucking show. <laughs> will do. I, I'll wait for my own voice or for whenever I'm uh, pretending to be Fats? Yeah, I want your Fats voice. Whenever, oh, okay. whenever you're delivering a fats line. All right, sounds good. <laughs> so yeah, Cor- Corky's like uh, takes him out there, and that's when you get the line about yeah, she she looks like her ass is on ball bearings. I'm like all right, no. okay. Well, Corky weird expression, but okay. Well, because she's got a nice little sway to her. Ah, it's really swiveling. Mm-hmm. And Corky's not too thrilled about that, and it's like all right, uh, shut up, fats. But he seems like he's disturbed for some reason. We find out it's because old Peggy Ann, played by uh, Anne Margaret, of course. She's looking at her yearbook, and she sees a picture of her back when she was a, a cheerleader. She's like, ah, he didn't remember me. So we cut to old Corky showing up, and he's like, hey, I need soap. <laughs> I'm like, wait, okay. <laughs> So, but Tim, you're you're old. What's this whole thing about? Like, there's no soap, meaning I don't want to be here. Exactly. I, I was just gonna say, how well, did she get from him saying there's no soap, and she's like, oh, uh, all right, you want to check out? Okay. Uh, uh, and I'm like, no, he just wants well, some fucking, fucking soap. soap. That's Give it. Give him a bar of Irish Spring or something. Like, goddamn. He's like, yeah. Also, I need a, a towel. I need literal soap and a towel. <laughs> And I by the way, anything else in my cabin. And maybe some food, right? Because there's no fucking food in that room. Man, something. I don't know. This is just fucking four walls and a ceiling. That's all I got. Oh, and by the way, I, I did remember you, just just so you know. Well, uh, no, at this point, because now he brings a dummy with him. Yeah. And the dummy yeah. is the one who says, see, she remembered you and you remembered her. Something like that. So the dummy is trying to progress shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the dummy's his wingman. And he's doing a good job too, because yeah. uh, he's all like, "Hey, you wanna you wanna play with my levers a little bit? You know, stick your hand up my back and Ooh, yeah, make my eyes roll to the back of my head." Uh, by the way, you could do the same thing to Corky too, just a little later. Gee, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wonder if any woman or anybody who's dating a ventriloquist is that like an open invitation to fist them or finger them? 
Um, no, I, I don't think so, Tim. I don't know. They're kind of into it, right? They spend half the day with their hand up somebody else's ass. Uh, sure, I, I guess. Uh, Tim, is your wife a proctologist? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> no, no, see, Tim. Then they I can write it separate... off my taxes. <laughs> he, ventriloquists want to separate their home and work life. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's why they would want somebody to do it to them instead of them having to do it to the <laughs> other person, right? Or maybe they just don't want to think about it while they're... They're, they're just like, no, 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 you're doing it all wrong. <laughs> Let me show you. Not making you. my eyes move the right way. You gotta go up to the elbow. You need some grease. Get the soap. Go, go full Kermit the Frog. Oh, that's why he needs the soap. Yeah. <laughs> for the fisting. Oh, no. In a towel uh, for the after. If you don't soap up that dummy's arm, you're gonna get splinters. <laughs> gonna need a few towels for the after, man. <laughs> So, yeah, and he gets an invite to dinner. I mean, it works, right? Like, yeah. fuck. <laughs> so uh, we have the nice little uh, dinner scene, and she's like, well, what what are you doing up here? What the fuck? Why did you, like, I saw you on the, the television. You're big. And he's like, yeah, I, I guess I'm just scared of success, though, you know? And I guess that's really what the problem is. He's afraid of failure. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, you know, especially, I always used to have a crush on you. And in fact, this is fucking run away. This, this is when I would, if I was her, I'd be like, I got to go. Yeah, but she lives there. Says, oh, okay, whatever. Leave. <laughs> you can go call the cops. I don't care. I, I whittled you a wooden heart. Right? I and never we come saw back a wooden to, heart. Well, we cut back to the, the, the flashback of it. And he's like, yeah, well, I, I lost it. And, and by lost it, he was stalking her and and holding it. And then she, like, hooks up with a, a dude who's much better than him. And uh, he's just Duke. like, oh. Yep, good That's old Duke. Duke. And uh, then he drops the wooden heart on the ground as she walks away with Duke. And, well, it turns out that she married Duke. And this is so They're great. still married. Yeah. yeah. He's like, well, where is where is Duke? He's like, ah. Well, she goes, well, Duke, Duke's often away on business trips. And I'm like, what oh. What business trip? Mm. Yeah, then they said, like, like, yeah, business. And then, like, later he's like, yeah, he likes hunting. And he's gone for, like, four or five yeah. days. And he sells time. sundries. Is he on yeah. the road selling sundries? Well, and she so. also says we seem to break up about every full moon. Yeah. Oh, is Duke oh, a werewolf? that time of the month. Oh, shit. Kolchak. Oh, shit. Yeah. Put him on the case. We need Kolchak. Oh, he went on a cruise. Mm-hmm. But, so, and it's great, though, because then Corgi asks, like, well, does he still look like James Dean? And then she starts, she starts crying. crying. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, God, no. Oh, God, great no. Great first date, let me tell you. He when you make like a woman Jimmy cry. He Dean now. <laughs> <laughs> he needs his wing uh, man see without the fucking dummy he's making fucking chicks cry uh, dude it works because then corky goes to the bathroom to rock a piss and the dummy's like what are you doing in there you, you whacking your fucking dick off thinking about her why'd you shut the door why'd you lock the door buddy i just need some time to myself okay yeah, he's got to cry one out then we cut to the next morning, and it's the two lovebirds going on a walk. Did you just say cry one out? 
Yeah, he's oh, got to he's got to have a, a, a piss, a jack, and a cry. You never had yeah. to have that, Tim. It's called a fluid change. Mm-hmm. It's well, you got a lot of badness in you, and you got to get it out. Oh boy, well, I guess never... I haven't lived long enough yet. No, no, it's not the years; it's the miles, Tim. So we <laughs> we cut to our lovebirds, and they're uh, having a nice little romantical stroll through the forest, and they're talking about Merlin, of course. As one does, always talking about King Arthur yeah. and his legends. Yeah. So, so your old weird mentor, whatever happened with him? And uh, he's like, ah, well, I never had the guts to perform until Merlin took ill. And then I did, and, well, here we are. So he knew Merlin when they were both in high school in the small little town in the Catskills? Yeah, you, Tim, you mentioned apt pupil. I have to think that Merlin was like the neighbor that he found oh, out shit. was a magician. <laughs> a German magician. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. boy. He made some uh, some bodies disappear. Uh, that's just, that is exactly why I just said, oh, boy, because I knew what was mm-hmm. coming next, Eddie. <laughs> Maybe he made some people vanish out to Argentina, Tim. Oh, you know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. A real escape artist, maybe, huh? Yeah, and then Corky blackmailed him. He's like, you got to teach me your magic, otherwise I'm going to drop a dime on you. And I guess what? I just mail-ordered a wizard's outfit. You're going to wear it. <laughs> Put on your robe and... Uh, then he's in the car with Anne Margaret, and she's cat. like, let me give you a blowjob. He's like, I can't get it up! I can't get it up! <laughs> Good Lord. I, I don't remember that part of the movie. That's out yeah, people. I hope so, right? <laughs> oh, oh <okay>. boy. <laughs> it might have been. I don't know. It might have been another Nazi movie you were watching, Tim. I don't know. I watched so many of them, you know? <laughs> so, so what, many. Was it Ilza, She-Wolf of the SS or whatever? Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, boy, yeah. Speaking of werewolves, yeah. So uh, then then Peggy's like, look, I, I want to see some magic. Can, can we do some magic? And he's like, I don't want to do fucking magic. It's my it's like, job. Come on. Yeah, yeah. She's like, do a trick. He's like, no, I don't do tricks because a trick is where you have some shit set up ahead of time. And magic is just like you you work with what's around. So she's like, all right, here's a rock. (laughs) It's like, cool. Um, And he does like the shittiest little sleight of hand. She never fucking saw magic before. This is what really like fucking impresses her. This is what make her cream. I'm guessing Tim, she hasn't, where... like, left the county in 15 years yeah. or something like that. I was just going to say, this is a townie, Tim. She's yeah. seen him on Carson. He's had to do better tricks than this on fucking Carson, right? Yeah, but it was black and white and... Oh, well, yeah. yeah. A oh, snowy. come on. She's trying to flirt with him. Come on. To be it fair, during Tim, a storm, maybe... so... Yeah. <laughs> maybe it was the only time she saw Carson and the fact that there were pictures moving on the screen and then and there was sound. sound. Oh. Yeah. He's a witch. Fucked her up. Like that's magic. So, yeah. Then, uh, oh boy. Then Corky goes in for the kill. Yeah, he does. And he says, "Look, toward the end, when Merlin was really about to die, uh, he claimed that he could read his wife's mind because his wife was his assistant, and uh, they wanted to test it." And Peggy's like, "Oh, really? I'm going to continue the story going. How did they do that?" He's like, "Well." <laughs> I don't I don't want to do it, but okay. So we cut to them at a table. One red deck of cards, one blue deck of cards. He tells her, alright, pick a card out of your deck. Memorize it. 
put it back in your deck, shuffle it, cut the deck once, we'll trade them off, find your card in my deck, and hold it and really, really, really focus on it. Hold it to your chest. Yeah, and he... This is the maybe the dropping the neg that the pickup artist does. Because <laughs> he's like, all right, think about what your card is. And, and she's trying. And he's like, look, think fucking hard, dummy. This is yeah, where she should it? run, Focus. right? This is, this, is the, this is the red flag of red flags right in the beginning. Right? No, Tim, bringing the dummy to dinner was when she should have No, 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 because, you know, that's his shtick, okay? And maybe that's how he tries to pick up women. But as soon as he thinks that she's not concentrating enough, he is just yelling and screaming, oh, going yeah. in that almost like that fucking Hannibal Lecter mode with, like, almost. concentrate, think about it. Yeah, the first time that they're trying to do the trick and she fucks it up, quote-unquote, uh, then, yeah, yeah, he, he gets pissed, but the second time... He's got her so fucking intimidated, dude. Yep, yep. She's that like, she'll, she'll fucking lie what the fucking card is. If yeah. she didn't have to show like, it, she would say, yeah, you're right, no matter what. Yeah, that's the card. Can you leave? Like, <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, she's like, of course, it doesn't work. It's the wrong card. And so then they try it again. And she's fumbling the shuffle, and she's all fucked up. And we have these great cuts where it's focused in on just their eyes. Mm-hmm. And like almost very... like Bela Lugosi style. Yes, yes. And so we see that she has the three of clubs. And he's ranting like a fucking maniac, and he's rifling through the cards in his hands. And the way that they're building the tension on the scene is really, really fucking well done, man. Yeah. Like, because... You can just see it on her face that she's mm-hmm. like, I... well, she's a good fucking actress. I think. Mm-hmm. I think her problem was she was so beautiful and so sexy that yeah, that was all that she was for the longest time. But just from the movies that you name, fucking Cardinal Knowledge, this and mm-hmm. all the other movies, she's a really good actress. Oh yeah, oh yeah, incredible. Yeah, it's it. It happens to the most beautiful of us, Tim. It uh, sometimes you're just. A it's piece a curse, of meat. right? You know that's why yeah. I wear a paper bag on my face so people will take me serious. Yeah. <laughs> They're just always staring at your tits, Tim. Yeah, yeah my eyes are up here, my eye holes are up here. Yeah. I've been blessed. I was never the pretty one, so I got to live that life. <laughs> so. Yeah, we, we cut to, he's rifling through the cards, sweating, we're all fucking scared as shit, tension builds. What's your builds. goddamn the... card? What's your car at, card at, Margaret? Music picks up, and he pulls the three of clubs. He picked the right card. He didn't mm-hmm. fail. Oh, thank God. And he, he sits failed. back in his chair. And... Yeah, he says that two times, right? Yep, I didn't fail. And then she she does the, like, weird, if you've ever seen the velvet, like, paintings of the Aztec dude with the girl that's, like, kneeling at, at his side. She's, like, in that kind of pose, like, nuzzling his hand. No. Just, she like, got on turned her on. knees Come on, on they the got a floor. psychic connection. How do you not get turned on by that, right? Uh, yeah, that's, that's a very good point, Ooh, Tim. Fucking because, Chewbacca? Uh, yeah. Who just made that sound? Sound like Chewbacca? I, was... well, I think that was Izzy, Tim. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, she's nuzzling his hands. They kiss, and then... 
is just the extended love scene, ladies and gentlemen. This is what but, you used to get back in movies when you had a choice oh. between this or porn, right? So nobody no. was going to see fucking porn in the theaters. You saw this because Except you got it. Except for your grandma and your aunt, right? Yeah, that's true. That's right. <laughs> this, <laughs> this scene is why, as a woman, I can't date the dummy guy. He's got the dummy. Like, like, so it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm kissing you all. Should we take this to the bedroom? Just a second. Let me set my dummy in the chair. Oh, yeah. man. It's like fucking, fucking <laughs> Dr. Manhattan, right? All of a sudden, yeah. this fucking dummy comes into the bed. You don't know what the hell's going oh, on. Oh, God. <laughs> That'd be great. Well, gentlemen, I'll put this out there. Uh, do you date the girl who says, hold on just a second. I got to set my teddy bear up in the chair first. Yes. Is the teddy bear uh, watching? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you married her. Yeah, you were asking Hello. guys the wrong <laughs> questions. <laughs> uh, would a teddy bear stop you from banging a girl? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd walk out. One, two, I mean, three. My yeah, wait, when made... you're like hitting that shit every once in a while, you just give it a glance like American Psycho, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, I'd be like, that's right, Trump the bear. Up. Fuck S- you. the guy who made me remove my American Girl doll well, from the bedroom. American Girl doll's fucking creepy. Ooh, okay, hold on. <laughs> Samantha should be cleansed by fire. <laughs> Don't piss her off. She, she, can, she can hear me. She can me. hear you. She's in my office. <laughs> oh, man. So... <laughs> Yeah, they they fuck. I mean, they really oh, they fuck, fuck too. And yeah, poor Fats isn't in the room, but he does get to watch, like you mentioned, because he's sitting <laughs> yeah. in a chair. I'm like, put the thing in a fucking bag or something. Like, I don't know, a drawer. Well, then, okay. So, full disclosure. Did, did you guys notice the subtle? Every time it cut back to cut back to Fats, mm-hmm. they had like a different head on the dummy. It was slightly sadder and sadder. Yes, like, it's yes. really really mm-hmm. subtle. Okay. But so, to be yeah. fair, they my, do my fuck dummy... around with fats quite often in this movie. They yes. do, and that's yes. part of what's great is like, it's like you get really deep into this movie where you're like, is this thing possessed? Yes, or is yes, this yes. that's what uh, that's what makes this a great fucking movie because you're yeah. questioning you're whether or not what kind of fucking movie is this? What's going to happen? Well, right, and this is kind of the first point that that happens at, right? Is that maybe the dummy is feeling jealous of him because before maybe it's like I don't know he's ranting he's a little bit crazy but yeah like you you said his facial expression on the dummy shifts just a little bit every time they cut back it's really really well done man and like I was gonna say full disclosure my dummy is not in a drawer or anything he has his own custom chair so yeah he looks more like Howdy Doody than uh, this guy does right so yeah yeah he's um. A little more howdy doody ish, but he's also got a nice sweater, like a Freddy Krueger sweater. He's. Uh, uh, how does your family feel about little Timmy hanging out in the house? <laughs> so I think I might have mentioned this, but when uh, my wife was in the hospital after she'd given birth to our youngest, our uh, sister in law came to the house to help out a little bit. Uh, while, you know, because it's me and then the oldest daughter. Uh, and I had to take time off work, and we were kind of driving back and forth and helping and out. And you can't the... fend for yourself. Okay, go ahead. No, I can fend for myself. It was more the the watching the oldest daughter while I'm up there taking care of the wife in the hospital. So the sister-in-law is staying in our guest room, and Tim, wouldn't you know it? <laughs> That's Timmy's room. Somehow, somehow Timmy ended up in the guest room. <laughs> <laughs> basically uh she got all set up got all of her stuff unpacked and ready 
And then that, that <laughs> night. Yeah, I was just going to say, wait a second, man. Are you like no, trying no, no. to like steer out of that fucking bedroom? What the hell is going on? Like, Don't sleep no, in there. No. It's a ghost so, dummy. So I sneak in and on the dresser, I just sat the ventriloquist dummy like looking down toward the bed. And she's like, hey, Eddie, can you? Can you get that thing out of the room? <laughs> like, yeah, sure, no problem. So then the next day, the laundry room is across from the the bathroom upstairs. So I just propped the dummy up on the uh, washer so that it was facing toward the mirror in the bathroom. <laughs> so if you walk in there, you just look at the mirror. You're like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give people a heart attack one day. It'll be great. <clears throat> Yeah, I love that dummy. That thing's great, Tim. Well, you got to bring him on the podcast here. I, you know what? I should. I was actually thinking about that. I, I have one of those uh, Arduino uh, boards. It's like a little programmable microprocessor board type thing, and you can hook servos up to it. I wanted to do like a microphone input to it, <gasps> and then hook the servo up to the thing to make its mouth move, and then fire that up on like a Twitch stream. So every time I talked. It would move its mouth. Oh, that's what oh, we can do on the yeah. YouTube channel for the shows. Yeah, Give yeah. Give people something to was... look at. Or, yeah, you know what? That'd be a good idea, Tim. So what we could do is I could have the video on We need me. an extra dummy. We need an Eddie dummy and a Timmy dummy, right? Well, I'm already a dummy, so you could just put the camera on me, but then you have the Timmy dummy, and I just hook it up to your audio channel. So whenever oh, you talk, shit. the dummy talks. Oh, can you make the idea. dummy slur? Can I make it slur? Yeah. <laughs> Not say slurs, but just slur its words. <laughs> yeah, I think I could. So, yeah, she, uh, we get done fucking. And then I got, Pe Peggy's just shitting on her husband. Like, well, it's also the weirdest breast reveal. I yeah. Think in a movie, right? You don't see it when they're having sex, you see yeah. it after. And that's, this is when I knew I never saw this movie before. Yeah, because if you had seen her boobs, Tim. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I would have gone out with a fucking Polaroid camera, taking a fucking picture of it. <laughs> it Tim's still turning be in the his flash off on day. it. He's... Yeah, say. Yeah, I have a folded up Polaroid in my like, wallet. No flash photography. <laughs> I need yeah. a fucking special filter on my camera so I don't get lens uh, glare. Well, and Anthony Hopkins has a line about her boobs coming up later that, my word, <laughs> really gives them some high praise. Um, yeah, try so, laying that line on a woman and see what happens with that one. That's how Steve hey, won me over. Say, hey, Izzy, those breasts belong in the Louvre. Oh, and in case you're a stupid woman, that's a museum in France, yeah. you stupid woman. And a museum is where they hang up uh, very old things, so you're old. You should no, have said no. art gallery, it's, not the It's museum. the Louvre, which is the most prestigious museum in the world, and it's mm. in France because that's where I'm going to take you. That's mm. how he works it in. <laughs> and hashtag oh. secures. See, yeah. That is a pickup move, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, the way you're just uh, weaving that whole shit together. Like, your tits belong in the fucking Louvre Museum. And that's well, no, because you're nigger, because you're like, you don't know what that is. It's a museum, and I'll take you there one day because I'll explain everything to you. It's, yeah, it's a worry. museum in Paris where I'm going to take you when you leave your husband and your parents' estate. That yeah. is a baller move. That, that's, that sounds like somebody who's right? in syndication, not awaiting his first pilot special pending <laughs> physical. Yeah, right. he's on the yeah, WPN. Exactly. 
and so 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 she says that's great i'll leave duke you leave the dummy and he's like "Mm, i don't know Mm, so she says all right let me go take a bubble bath and think about it she should ask because i got let's just be fair can duke watch us the next time then yeah right because we're gonna lose we gotta lose them right (laughs) maybe duke fucks the dummy yeah. Oh, oh Ooh, see, he's the high school sequel. football star living a lie. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. That's why they keep breaking up. He's just never satisfied. On a full yep. moon, he's going out there looking and picking up wooden dummies. Oh, God, he's just <laughs> fucking knot holes all over the woods, Tim. Yep. They think there's woodpecker infection, but it's just him. By the, by the, the way, guys, I, the, 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 this just kind of dawned on me. When okay. he's like, oh, yeah, you leave Duke. Yeah, if you leave the dummy, like... Oh, you mean my means of making money for us to travel to France? Yeah, that seems like a fair trade. Right? Yeah, that's a good oh, idea, stupid. That's right, yeah. One's keeping you down, and the other one's going to get us to fucking France. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. You lose your drain, and I'll lose my meal ticket. Yeah, because at that point... Exactly, Steve. There's nothing wrong. She loves the fucking dummy, right? I think if he yeah. said... I'm going to bring the dummy into bed. She'd be like, oh, great. Oh, God, Tim. I don't think if he said, I want you to fuck the dummy, that she'd be like, I'm not sure. saying that the dummy's going to fuck him. But, you know, the dummy might do stuff to him. Who knows, Tim. right? No, no, no. She she doesn't want the dummy there because she's constantly <laughs> going to want to be fucking. And she's like, oh, I'm going to be so raw. <laughs> yeah. She's going to get splinters, man. That's going to be a problem. So she goes off to take a bubble bath and. He's like, runs back to the cabin and like hopping. And I've never seen a more like yes. happy, giddy Anthony Hopkins in my life. And she He's does splashing. something very close to almost at the same thing at the end of the movie too with her hopping around. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's splashing in mud puddles. And he gets back to the cabin and he's all like, hey, hello, sports fans. What's going on there, Fats? And now Fats is the depressed, mopey, bitch-ass... Uh, one and I'm like, wow, their personalities have kind of traded, haven't they? Well, that's what a well, little this is uh, like, pussy will do for you. This is uh, Put this a little is spring a dive in your step. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can he can never be truly happy because if he's happy, then his other personality, Fats, is unhappy. If Fats is happy, then mm-hmm. uh, he must be miserable. Yep, yep. Or is it the dummy? Or is the dummy possessed? Ah, uh, there was never in us. Still don't so. Know. <laughs> so uh yeah fats is pissed he says look man this isn't gonna work for us right uh we got we got problems he's moping around they argue they're fighting it's like you're giving me up for this broad the town or the town pump he's the like really pump. fucking going off on him yeah, yeah, and he's then you cut the corgis choking old fucking fats out, and then fats looks behind him and, was like, <gasps> and wouldn't you know what? But Ben Green showed up. Dun dun dun. He's like, All right, I'll help you fight Apollo. Oh, wait, wrong movie. <laughs> wait, hold on. <laughs> Let's knock his block off, kid. No, his his acting. Oh, they could have done the remake, Woody. Oh, his acting in this scene is so good because he just stands there for an uncomfortably long amount of time, 
staring <laughs> at Anthony Hopkins as Anthony Hopkins is like, oh, so uh, I was just, you know, uh, rehearsing my new act. What do you what do you think of it? It's pretty good, huh? It's, yeah, uh, imagine Anthony Hopkins as Robin Williams. That's like the next five minutes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you didn't catch me jerking off. Uh, I was just scratching myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were all scratching ourselves. And so he says, "All right, Corky, <clears throat> how long have you been like this?" I was like, what, what do you, what do you mean? Like, like this, like, all right, look, I know you're fucking crazy. Okay. Yeah, he just lays it right out. He's not sugarcoating it at all. Yeah. He says, look, you're fucking nutty nuts. I get it. And you're afraid that people are going to find out that you're nutty nuts. But dude, you got to get help. Okay. So that's why he didn't want to take the physical. I get it. Yep. Corky's like, no, no, I'm, I'm fine now. I met a girl. I'm like, eh, put the brakes on that shit. That never solved anything. Uh, <laughs> Women are for later on fact, down the everyone... line, kid. You got to get yourself some help. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know what? Good, solid advice. Get your head on straight before you go into a relationship. Don't look for someone to fix you. Come on, man. That's also, bad. isn't everyone in showbiz crazy? I mean... Uh, yeah, there's hmm. different levels, maybe, right? He's definitely <laughs> well, not see. the craziest one, as long as he's got his puppet. I mean, he's no That's fucking true. Jared Leto, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No he, he's like, Leto. like, like Howie Mandel, germaphobe kind of level right now. Like, it, it's yeah. manageable. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, you could, you could keep him going. Yeah. yeah. Look, just, just say, um, deal or no deal. Can you say? <laughs> Holy shit! That's what. That okay, after the pilot special makes him a big star. That's what it was gonna be. He was gonna be like hosting the dating game oh, or some shit like that. That is a that is a dummy? fucking dream. Wow, that would yeah. be like a really fucking great gig, right? The it's, dummy's it's, the center square on Hollywood Squares. Oh shit! No, exactly. No. Yeah, replace Paul Lind with fucking fats. You can never yeah. replace In Paul everything. Lind. That's true. Yeah, you can easily. replace Paul Lind with literally anything and make it better. Paul Lind, greatest joke. How do you make an elephant? What do you need to make an elephant jump 50 feet in the air? Air. Two bricks and earplugs. <laughs> uh, Paul Lynn was good, man. Mm, this sounds like somebody who hasn't seen the villain recently. Uh-oh. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Wait, did Paul Lynn do something bad? <gasps> Have you not seen uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh, singing musical? Western. Wait, what? Yeah. With Paul. <laughs> okay, it's a it's a movie called The Villain, or it's also known as Cactus Jack, uh, directed yeah. by um, Arnold, the Terminator, Conan, yep. the Barbarian, Schwarzenegger, and and musical. Margaret, and and Margaret. Oh my fucking Whoa. god! Wait. Yep. And uh, uh, the older Douglas, Kirk Douglas, Kirk Douglas, as okay. basically a seventy-year-old cowboy uh, who's, who's basically Wiley Coyote. Yeah. Yeah, he does all these amazing stunts. It's insane. Yeah, directed by Hal Needham, and then goddamn oh. Paul Lynn. You're gonna make comes me have a fucking in. stroke. Stop. <laughs> I'm gonna kill. And then goddamn Paul Lynn comes in as Chief Nervous Elk. And a very flattering rendition of a Native American. <sighs> and you know what? I guarantee you, that's not the first time that he fucking did a Native American no. Indian. I I because I could see him in the fucking headdress right now with my eyes closed, yeah. and I know I never saw that movie. It's Actually, not a stretch. This... Magic might have been double billed with the villain. I oh think they God. came out like in seventy eight. So wow, wow. 
That's, and that's this a hell made, of a drive-in. Wait, that beat, was that on Cisco's, like, was that Cisco's number seven movie? Yeah, that was number six. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. It's a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes, so Ooh. I doubt it. Ooh, that's rough. I got to find it. It's, it's, right. it's, it's, it's better Put than that. Put that shit on the fucking oh, yeah. blood bank. Come on, man. Just yeah. Honestly, yeah. honestly, everyone should watch it to see Kirk Douglas, like, yeah. really just chewing up the scenery and being amazing yeah, yeah see him doing all the, all these cool stunt things and all oh, that yeah. and it's yeah, like oh sold. yeah he's like he's like 66 or something when this oh, yeah. movie's being made. oh he and he's definitely doing some of these stunts himself yeah. they're it's wow. not a high enough production to have that good a stunt guys yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. okay Jeez, yeah, I gotta find that and throw it up in the blood bank tim thanks that's, yeah. a, that's a good suggestion danger of course, of and, course. And Margaret, oh, is a, I, she I runs mean, she's the, cat the sex house. pot. Yeah, I was gonna she, say, she's the, yeah. She, she's oh, she's a sex a... pot. Wow. Find <laughs> that movie with uh, that she did with Elvis and put that shit in the blood bank too. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For personal Have you guys, reasons. Neither of For you guys personal. seen this movie? No, I never no. heard about that fucking. Movie. <gasps> I've got to see this. <laughs> I can't believe Tim, it. <laughs> I think we found one of our live streaming parties. Uh, <laughs> God oh, damn! That sounds go. perfect. Next weekend, yeah. There you go. Well, wait, where can so, we find those live stream parties? Are they on Patreon well, or something? Of course, you can go to patreon.com forward slash bloody bits and subscribe at the $5 a month level to get access to our live streaming weekend parties that we have about every other weekend. 10 bucks gets you to be able to watch the movies that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. 10 bucks to get access to the blood bank. Over 400 bespoke quote-unquote selections in the horror genre think of it like walking through the crazy beaded curtain that wasn't porn most of the time oh, uh, I'm still well, I mean, uh, there are some, some of, of them those in there there are a are few in there that are kind of like a borderline. borderline yeah yeah it yeah. is an 80s uh, video store Yep, yep, and uh, and just looking at all the weird boxes and being like what the fuck is microwave massacre yeah nail gun massacre leaf blower massacre what's all these massacres going on all the massacres yeah man uh death spa i mean so much fun stuff man and not to mention the tv shows i mean here indiana the twilight zone so outer limits outer limits tales from the crypt tales from the crypt the cartoon series god damn everything anyhow yeah captain n come brimstone Captain N, yeah, hopefully Nintendo, coming soon. Brimstone, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Captain N is in Nintendo. Uh, you can check out that bonus episode on the grind bin. Uh, so yeah, um, Ben tells old Corky, like, look, man, I know you're fucking crazy. You met a girl. You think you're good. Fine. You know what? I believe you. I really do. All you got to do. One simple Sit thing. Down. Anybody in the whole world should be able to do this, kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just sit down and make fats shut up for five minutes. And so, uh, Corky's like asking me to shut up for five minutes. That's not going to yeah. happen. <laughs> Ain't going to happen. So Corky's <laughs> like, yeah, man, no, no problem. Five minutes. I could, I could shut him up for five years. So old Ben's like, all right, no problem. Sets his timer. <laughs> Pulls out his cigar, throws the glass thing in the corner. Yep, yep. And we just sit here so uncomfortably watching (laughs) Anthony Hopkins just sweat his fucking eyeballs out. So amazing. So well acted in this scene. Yeah, and it's great because, like, it. yeah, it's, like, quiet. They're just sitting there staring at each other. There's, like, 
really no score or anything. And so yeah. when Anthony Hopkins is like, how, how, how long has it been? And he's like, about 30 seconds. It's like, really? It feels like it's been a full two minutes. Cause right? it's and just, you know what? While you're watching it, it does not feel like it's been 30 seconds. It feels like it's been two minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then a minute goes by, minute 45, two and a half minutes. I'm not going to make it. Corky says, can't I do it. can't do it. And old Ben looks sad and says, all right, well, I'm out of here. Um, I'm going to go get you some help. But the dummy says, no, that's, we can't do that. Old uh, Gangrene's the villain. You got to stop him, man. He's going to put <laughs> you in the crazy bit. Yeah, he starts going like manic too. He's like, "Hey, you gotta stop him! You can't be a pussy! Yes. He's gonna ruin it all!" Like, what? Am I, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? What am I gonna use? Use me! <laughs> so then he grabs so, the doll. Oh and my runs god! Runs out to so, the woods after Ben. Dude. Oh god. And <laughs> oh, this I next am... scene after this happens is fucking <laughs> hysterical. I'm sorry. I am on. Tim, I am on record as maybe being the biggest fan. Of flying dummies in cinema. Yeah. You throw a dummy yeah. off a look, building. Look, if you look up on Wikipedia under Eddie the Axe, it's going to say, yep. biggest fan of throwing dummies mm. at people in movies. No, just throwing them in general. But yeah. usually it's when they're representative of a human being, right? So instead of a stuntman, you throw the dummy off of the building. Or uh, End of Nightmare on Elm Street. You, yeah, you blow it up. You pull it through the window. Mm-hmm. I never in my life expected to see someone throw a dummy at Burgess Meredith. <laughs> yeah. for, for an official dummy kill. Yes, official dummy-based kill on Burgess Meredith. And he just beats him to death. And he, what's ironic is that he breaks his glasses. Yep. So he'll never yep. be able to read a book again, too. <laughs> and he had time. There was time, Tim. There's so much time. And there was also that time where he was also like the smartest person in the world and the strongest person in the world. But yeah, I guess that didn't pan out. No, well, he wasn't well, stronger okay, than guys, My favorite thing about this scene where Burgess Meredith okay. is beaten to death with a dummy is the yep. dummy's like, ha-ha! Hee-hee! Yeah. <laughs> another one! Punk. Oh, and, God. And it looks brutal, too, man, because... You just, I mean, the dummy's like solid wood. It's not like a piece of shit, like modern day dummy that's made out of rubber. Yeah, this was hand whittled. Yeah, Yeah. when when Anthony Hopkins was a little boy, there was a big storm one night, and a bolt of lightning struck this tree (laughs) and split it down the middle. And the next day, he went out (laughs) and called the dummy out of it. He called it Wonder Boy for many, many years. (laughs) <laughs> oh god uh, so yeah and the cat watches that's the other note that I have oh, yeah. yes oh, I have that written out the, the fucking cat is an eyewitness yes okay like yo don't fucking leave that fucking dead body on my pillow mm, yeah <laughs> hey so, I was gonna shit there so we we cut to Peggy coming out of the house like, hey, what the fuck's going on out here? I heard someone get beaten to death in the <laughs> yeah. woods. And, it's uh, nothing. Just out for a walk. Go back to bed, honey. Jerking it. 
just out for an evening walk by myself. She's like, all right, should I thaw the French cut green beans or the asparagus tips? And you see Anthony Hopkins like, wait, what the fuck? What are you asking? I just yeah, this is a real Bridges of Madison County type scene, right? Yeah. He's like, I, I, I don't know. Whatever. I don't care. She's like, no, no, no. You're the man. You got you to gotta pick. And he's like, you're the man. Oh. You got to make all the decisions for That's me. That's right. Like, you, oh, you, we banged one time, so I have no decision yeah. power making at all. Can't decide for myself what we're going to well, eat. Timmy banged her brains out. Yeah, that's how come women aren't supposed to have sex be- until after we're married. Yeah. Because oh, you have to make all those point. decisions, and then when you get married, they can make the decisions for you. We lose all decision-making <laughs> power since we get married. That's why it's a trap for you to ask us what we want to eat. Babe, stop reading our wedding vows. <laughs> oh, that's such a good point. And that's why it takes you 40 minutes to get ready to go anywhere. Okay. Well, yeah, and that's makes why sense. we ask you if this dress makes us look fat, because we actually don't know anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you did buy it, right? So at the point when you're getting home and you're asking me, guess what I'm going to say? <laughs> well, the salesman told her to, Tim. She can't make her own decisions, yeah. remember? Uh, that Oh, that's right. That's always a good idea. There should be only salesmen dealing with women's clothing and shoes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good for business. That's why I sold men's shoes. Didn't yeah. work for Al Bundy, though. So, uh I mean, it was able to support a family of four and a yeah. dog. Yeah, two-story you know? home for yeah. at least 13 years. Muscle car yeah. plus commuter car. Damn, that's some fucking commission. Yeah. I mean, he, was, he, was, he was making the mint out there, man. <laughs> so, yeah, we... No, he, he's like, all right, fine. Um, I don't know, asparagus tips. That's cool. Whatever. And we cut back. We oh, see that dying. pea is going to smell funny the next day. Oh, boy. Mm, that's <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe that's it. Secretly, he's into uh, water sports, Tim. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He's going to mark her as a dummy. Oh, God. He is taking a lot of showers this trip. <laughs> Poor Faz. Oh, <laughs> He's getting pissed on. Uh, so, just making that back gurgling to... sound. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not that kind uh, of a dummy. I don't have a fucking balloon on top of my head. Stop pissing in my mouth. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Carnival so joke, y'all. We go back to to bloody fucked up fats, and his head's all wrecked. Oh, he's man. bald, and I didn't know he was bald. Poor guy. So we're bandaging him up. That explains a lot, right? Off. Yeah, man. It really he was a does. dummy the whole time. Oh wait, no, that's not. Oh wait, <laughs> no, he's a bald dummy. That makes it even worse. But it's funny because he does like bandage his head up. It's fucking crazy, hysterical whatever it, that is uh, the scene of the fucking dummy with the fucking bandage or anytime you put somebody's fucking head in a bandage like that no matter what yeah. it's always funny to me i don't care yep. who it is but to see a fucking dummy that was just used yeah. to kill fucking burgess meredith mickey fucking got killed yeah. by a fucking dummy okay like a dummy <laughs> i mean but to be fair he, he looks like he took the uh, pretty bad end of the beating too man <laughs> it's all those fucking cigars yeah. So fat towel fat. out of my mouth. Yeah. So Fats is like, look, man, you got to go out there, get his ID, load his pocket full of rocks, and dump him in the lake. And I'm like, whoa, hold on a minute here. Fats is a gangster. I was say, this dummy's yeah. done it before, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's killed before, Tim. Hey, maybe that's what happened with the family. Oh, oh. shit. 
I mean, the house did look like it was burned down, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. see? And you would Dummy think was jerking that... off. Yeah, exactly. You would think if the house caught on fire, Fats would have been the first to go. But he unless... was the first one out. Unless oh, he did it. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and I love this because Anthony Hopkins' character, Corky, is like, look, man, I think there's like snapping turtles in there. The and there was a water moccasin scare a long time yeah. ago, he says. Yeah, back and when the I was a kid. Like, yeah, the dummy's like, look, I don't care if the fucking Loch Ness Monster's out there and he's rabid. You get your ass out there. He's like, well, I can't swim. He's like, just doggy paddle. You'll be fine. If you can't like, swim, you can't doggy paddle, right? Yeah, doggy paddle like, is swimming. That's you're made out of wood. You're, you're buoyant. You should do it. Ah, uh, that's right. Yeah, put him on me and then pull me out from underneath him. Yeah, then float me out there. <laughs> so, so we I think you guys sh- overestimate the buoyancy of that doll. <laughs> yeah, true. He's pretty dense wood. E- even for a recently bludgeoned Burgess Meredith. <laughs> yeah, that that is true. So we cut to a shirtless Anthony Hopkins dragging Burgess Meredith's yeah. dead body into a lake. He's just out in the skibbies, you know. And yeah, Burgess Meredith yeah. definitely is not wearing a flotation device under his sweater in yeah. these games. Wow. <laughs> definitely yeah. not. He's... No, no, not at all. No. <laughs> but we do see the said uh, snapping turtles, sort of. It's yeah. just a couple of turtles. <laughs> like a couple box turtles or whatever. It's, a, it's yeah. like a Rittered slider. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, just, they got them at the pet store. They're pretty cute. I'm sorry, but what, not... what kind of turtle was that? Red-eared slider? Isn't that what he uh, gave a lamb argertle earlier? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Those are red-eared blood sliders. Oh, his ears were red because she was pulling on them. Mm. So we get about midway out into the lake, and then Ben wakes up, and they have a big struggle and fight, and God damn it. Anthony Hopkins just like holds Burgess Meredith's head underwater and yeah, drowns him. Yeah, he's a fucking him. tough old dude. He's got fucking rocks in his pocket. He's been beaten up by a fucking yeah. dummy, dragged down dude, to he... the fucking lake, and he's still holding his own against Anthony. Gets fucking Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, hey, dude, he, he survived Batman. Rocky. He can survive Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. Well, if only he pulled an umbrella out and did something, right? <laughs> oh God, yeah, give him a nice umbrella. Oh man. So, we cut to the next morning, and Peggy's coming down to find him. She goes into the cabin, knocks, and kind of disheveledly, like he slept on the floor, I guess. I don't know what the fuck's going on in there. Yeah. But Corky gets up, and uh, oh, she goes, We Look. forget to uh, mention, uh, Eddie, that while this is all going on, the dummy mm-hmm. was watching from the window. Oh, yeah, he was fucking whacking off. It was crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, she Peggy uh, tells him, like, look, she's, like, not moving her lips. She's like, no, she's the ventriloquist. She's like, uh-huh. um, Duke, my husband, remember him? He came <laughs> home last night because uh, he got wind that I was here with you somehow. I don't know. Small town, people talk. I he guess, like I guess. like the idea of uh, me hanging out with a man alone on our property. Yep. Oh, I'm sorry, so, my parents' property. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, coffee's on, and uh, Duke wants you to come out and have coffee with us so he can see us together. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is getting sexy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's what I have written down. I was like, whoa, Duke is fucking freaky. 
Mm-hmm. Duke Ooh, is like, in. He wants to be cucked. He's got a... The guy He's from Carson? Fuck yeah. Wait a second. You can cuck me with a guy and a dummy? Oh, my fucking God. Good old double cuff. That's why he ran home. Yeah. Must have been, man. But no, it's... uh. He says, all right, well, Duke doesn't have a telescope, does he? Because I, I wanted to say that going to bed with you was maybe the best three things that happened to me. I'm like, wait, the best three things? Because you, you fucked her three times? You can't sell it. No, you can't say it's like the greatest thing that happened to me because he's not 16 years old. So, you know, you can't okay. push your luck too far with the nagging. Yeah. yeah there was the time believable. that he ate that four-foot hoagie and he got his uh, picture up on the wall. Uh-huh. That was number one. There was the time I got the reach around for Med McMahon. Yep, that was yep. two. <laughs> On cars. And this was number three. This is, yeah, I, and I'd love some coffee with cream and sugar. And by the way, your breasts, well, they belong in the Louvre, a museum in Paris that I plan to visit with you uh, when you get wise and leave Duke. So we cut to Duke. Duke does not look like James Dean. No, <laughs> not anymore. No, <laughs> I, I can't even imagine Ed Louder looking like James Dean at any no. point in his life. <laughs> Jimmy Dean maybe, maybe looking James. at James Dean. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like the guy that bullied James Dean. Uh, <laughs> he, and he just says, uh, "Look, uh, he gave up real estate." He likes fishing and hunting, and Fat starts chiming in, you know. Well, I'm going to go fishing and hunting. And then Corky, like, covers Fat's mouth. He's like, don't fucking talk shit, Fats. And he's like, oh, yeah, uh, you you be good. Uh, be, be good, Fats. And here you get the real sense that he's afraid Fats is going to be like, yeah, you fucked your wife last night. Fun. <laughs> I was fun. thinking the same thing, right? Because I have written down, oh shit, he brought the fucking dummy for coffee. <laughs> yeah, why would you bring the dummy for... Yeah, anyhow. It's, well, well you know what it is, Eddie? It's misdirection. Because yeah, as soon as true. the husband sees him with the dummy, he's laughing and giggling, and he's like, oh, I'm so glad you're here. And he there's completely no way forgot about... Slid yeah, up there's no guts. way, yeah, exactly. He's not fucking Anne Margaret with that act. Yeah, Come on. true. That's not Elvis. True, I don't got to worry about this guy. I'm a real James Dean type, you know. So, again, he uses the dummy for misdirection. <laughs> oh, uh, he looks like James Dean after the accident. Oh. <laughs> well, too soon? <laughs> yeah, too soon with the James Dean joke. <laughs> so, yeah, we got Duke. Duke's like, all right, well, I guess we're all cool then. I'm going to go board some things up because it's raining now. And I'm like, what? Okay. You, things aren't boarded up, I guess, because it's yeah. windy. They were on the drive-in, so all right. Well, whatever. <laughs> so uh, then he leaves, and we cut to uh, we cut to the the two star-crossed lovers holding hands and looking at each other wistfully over the coffee table. And we get a picture of the Rolls Royce. <gasps> Ben uh-huh. left his Rolls Royce out there. Oh no! And there's leaves all over, it and it looks all shitty. So uh, Duke's like, "Hey guys, there's like a eighty thousand dollar car." Yeah, <laughs> just he says like to Anthony Hopkins, "Is this your car?" And he's like, "No." Yeah. 
No, you would just say, yeah, that's mine. Yeah, yeah. What up? I've been on Carson. Yeah, I'm rich, yeah, it's bitch. That's how I'm getting back to the big city. Come on, girl, let's go. Yeah, I had to deliver Roll the other credits. night. Yeah, exactly. We're done. Story's over. But no. <laughs> so would you guys recommend... Med- wait, there's more. <laughs> wait, but wait, there's more. Uh, so, no, he says, oh, shit, no. Um, yeah, that's my agent. Look, I'm going to level with you. I've been having some career problems. I'm like, oh, God, this is not the right line to go down here, yeah. Corky. He says, I'm in hiding. Um, I'm going to go call my agent. I bet he was just out here stalking me. So I'm going to go make a call. Duke, can you get the car unstuck from the mud, please? Duke's yeah, like, well, put your yeah. fingerprints all over the car, please. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. what? Wow, Steve, I didn't even think about that. That's that's a good fucking really? move, right? That was the first thing I thought. Because <laughs> like, yeah. I, I don't say Anthony Hopkins is like specifically not touching the yeah, car. Yeah, he puts his hands right in his pocket. Like, yeah, they like mm-hmm. uh, uh, what's his name? Duke handed him like the keys or something. Like, yeah, yeah, the, the keys right are in there. He's like, Duke oh, lives here, there. Why don't you move yeah. it? <laughs> you think it's like Hannibal when they were trying to get Anthony Hopkins fingerprints and he refused yeah. to take his gloves off? And oh my. God, yeah. it's always three steps ahead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Even back then, with the fucking dummy, he was still that conniving. Well, there's a few times when he's talking as a dummy where it sounds a little bit like Hannibal Lecter. Well, oh, yeah. Uh, the dummy is a criminal mastermind. I mean, I most the dummy's done it before. It's not his first go go at the rodeo. Yeah, yeah. So, he's he's a cold-blooded murderer. Well, he has yeah. no blood, so. Yeah. True. What if in like Red Dragon and pulled out fats? That would be oh, amazing. <laughs> That'd be great. So instead of trying to become the dragon, it's just him trying to whittle the the dummy. Yeah. <laughs> to Do be his see? alter ego. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. I'm down. You know what? Better movie. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so yeah, we we go back and He's like, all right, I'm gonna call my I'm gonna call my agent while you get the, the car unstuck. Uh, it must have been funny to see him hitchhike home. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Anyhow, and he gets on the phone and he does the whole like, hold the phone up and it's doing. The this beep, is beep, insanity. Beep. What he does, what he says on this fucking phone. Oh my god, he drops the dime on everything on the phone. What? Yeah, it's uh, tell the son of a bitch I want to talk to him. No, I'm out here and don't don't come out here again. I'm I'm out here and I'm I'm not crazy. I'm in love. Damn it. Yes, sir. A lot. No, it's not ridiculous. We've known each other since high school. She's leaving her husband. It's redemption. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is what he the... talking about? No one has a conversation like this. <laughs> like, you would think that you specifically would be quite practiced. At having fake conversations yes. with another person. <laughs> uh, like halfway through, he realizes he's been doing the other side of the voice, too. And it's like, well, oh, actually, shit. I have written down yeah. in my notes, Steve. I have written down at this point. I think he might actually fucking believe that he is talking to somebody yeah. at a certain point. Because just how he's oh, fucking yeah. holding on this one sided yeah. conversation. And it's like, he's going from one of them, like, you fucking asshole, leave me alone, to, yes, sir. Yeah. I love her, sir. All that fucking... Yeah. He's just fucking completely off the rails. All right, I'll put the dummy on the phone. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told the son of a bitch that we should go. Like, no. It's not working. Her tits and, belong uh, in the Louvre. Yeah, she's got boobs and brains. You know what I mean? 
the amount of Remember times. Remember that chick from Viva Las Vegas or Blue Hawaii or one of those fucking things? <laughs> oh, man. So then we go back to uh, Duke confronting Peggy. And Duke's like, look, man, this guy's story is full of holes. And I'm Duke, and I figured this out. <laughs> it's like, I'm a dumbass, and My I figured it out. My name is Duke, and it only took me three hours to figure it out. But I think look, I got it. There's something wrong with me, that. It took me a while, but uh, this story didn't make any sense. So his agent showed up, and... Uh, what he didn't you didn't see him he didn't see you or you two out banging in the woods or something when the agent showed up and by the way how come he couldn't have got out of the mud i got out of the mud it was real easy and so she says ah it's because he was real old (gasps) but wait how did she know that he was old how does she know he's old well, we had a we we're, we had a whole dinner before you got here, honey. Yeah. Maybe we talked about it. Yeah. Maybe we talked about now, it. Now wait a second. Mind. Is that a smart thing to say to your husband, who like somebody rang the bell, you didn't answer? You must have been fucking somebody. Somebody yeah. came up here in a car, they didn't see it. You must have been fucking somebody. To say like, oh no, he told me the other night when we had dinner without you. Yeah, yeah, it's called hospitality, Tim. They're trying <laughs> yeah. to run a business. Look, the husband already knows they had they had a night, you know, together. Like, yeah, they but had dinner. Yeah, he's already slept in the sheets. Up. He knows that realized there was oh, a couple God. crispy spots. Oh boy, <laughs> come on, she changes little fucking sheets. Did she? Yeah. I mean, oh, she's yeah, a class she act. She's a classy broad. Yeah, right. she's not yeah. gonna sleep in that. No, no, she makes Duke sleep in that. <laughs> she rolls over and it makes this sound. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like the bag. Was that nothing? Oh. I'm just eating Doritos. Yeah. Oh God. So then he, he grabs Peggy and just starts shaking her like like he's trying to get the the truth out of her and I'm like, I get it. That's usually what works, but uh he's like, Well, were you too fucking busy screwing? And she's like, Look, no, I didn't screw him, but I wanted to. And I'm like, why do you have to throw that out there? Just as maybe worse, right? Yeah. Like, I was going to, but he said no. Like, that's, oh, that's good. That'll throw him off the fucking trail. So then we cut to a great scene mm-hmm. of Anthony Hopkins standing around the corner in front of the cabin. And Duke's there with a fishing pole. He's like, hey, why don't we go out on a boat, Corky? Yeah, it's you gonna know be what, fun. Uh, I used to say Hail Marys, and that's how I used to catch fish all the time. Let's say a Hail Mary mm. together and go fishing. Yeah. I just had a good talk with uh, Peg. She's in town, by the way. She said she has to make a decision. And I'm like, oh, he killed Peg. Yeah. She's fucking dead. You know? But also, that's a good line, right? Because now Corky's thinking, oh, she's she's not here. She's mm-hmm. safe. And the decision that she's getting ready to make is to leave him and come with me. So let me cook him even more and go fishing with him. No, I think this is more like a, there's no witnesses out here, Corky. Get on the yeah. boat. Yeah. Hmm, you think? Oh, yeah. Maybe. There was, there was definitely malicious intent. This was like a, like Godfather 2 or whatever. Like, yeah, let's go out on the lake. I'm going to poke around and tell you that, uh, oh, yeah, she said you guys uh, slept together the other night and see yeah, how he I'll... reacts. And then it's like, well, if that's the case, uh, here's an aura upside your head. Whack. Now you're in the lake. 
See, I got the impression that he said that, and that, like, Anthony, as soon as he heard that, she told, oh, she told her husband she has to go into town because she has to make a decision. She told him that means that she's getting ready to leave him, so everything is good, so let me just play it smooth until she gets back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, there's a little bit of that, too, but but, but still for Duke, he's still trying to really figure out what's going on. Yeah, and so like you said, Duke kind of throws a good, uh, good little move. We get out there and he, he takes a he takes a shot of scotch because that's the other thing is that Duke was drinking when he was shaking Peggy. I don't know if you should have assumed it. I guess cause well, yeah, because Duke. she has a line. She says, "I really love it when you drink." Yeah, <laughs> give out a dollar for every time I fucking heard that. I wouldn't need the Patreon. So, <laughs> Patreon.com/slash so, yeah. bits. No, yeah, so we we were out on the lake. He offers Corky a shot, and Corky's like, nah, I ain't much for booze. I, I told you, that's, uh, last night we, you know, when we had dinner, I had some wine, and then I went to bed, and, and we didn't fuck at all, totally. We totally didn't fuck, totally. Nope, limp dick, nope, wine dick, yeah. nothing that I could do. Yeah. Nothing. Should have had and a nice goes, yeah, glass yeah, of Chianti, but what are you going to do? Yeah, with some fava beans. So he says, yeah, you know what, Corky, you told me a lot of things there, buddy. I don't know. I don't know. So he stops and he casts out and starts reeling in a little bit. And Corky's nervous because uh, this is kind of maybe where the body got dumped. Yeah, he's so looking we, in the water. Yeah, we got a few layers of uh, being scared going on here. And right about then is when Duke says, yeah, Peg said you screwed her last night. <gasps> and I love Corky's lying on this. It's like, ah, damn, I told her to keep that a secret. <laughs> playing it off as a joke, right? You must be joking, yeah. correct? So that's, let that's me go least along with that his... joke. Guys, sleeping with this guy's wife is the least of his worries right at this moment. Yeah. yeah. So I said, so is, is that what we're doing here? You're trying to get me to admit to something that didn't happen? Because uh, if that's the case, then I'd like to go back. Duke's like, all right, you got me. Nah, but she said she wanted to, and I don't he goes know what into, I'm gonna do, man. Help me out. Help. Uh, let me ask apart. you how I can keep my wife. Yeah. He's like, well, first of <laughs> all, we need to get you a Duke dummy. Because <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> she's whistle. into those fucking dummies, man. Damn, mm-hmm. those panties came down real quick. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he goes sad, sobbing, drunk mode. Like, you gotta help me, Corky. I'm like, this isn't. No, this isn't gonna. He's like, I, I got no business. You don't understand. I, when she got with me, man, I was on top of the world. I looked In like high James school. Dean. He means high was, school. That's what he's talking about. Yeah, exactly. This is Al Bundy. Four touchdowns in one game. Right? Yeah. Oh, and he <laughs> was on, on top of the real estate market, apparently, in high school? I guess, yeah. Says, but she uh, rode it all the way down with me. Ah, damn it, I got a snag. And Corky panics. <gasps> so we got we've got him trying to like get the snag up. He's like, oh, what's a big fucking thing. What what do we got here? I'm gonna start I hand go back. over hand. We need to go back to. I want to get back on land. No, no, no I, I really no, no. you don't understand. You know I'll, buy you I, a, I'll buy you a new uh, fishing pole. No, Let's this just get back. Uh, this uh, it's a lure. The lure is like a dollar. I need it. <laughs> like he should say, I think your wife is fucking somebody. Let's get back to shore right away. <laughs> yeah. Smells like sex in the air. Yeah. Hey, wait a minute. Where, where's Fats? I think he's fucking your wife. Wait a minute. 
She did tell me to leave last night for dinner, and then she wanted me to keep leave the dummy there. So I leave the dummy. Oh man, yeah. So, and it's so good though, because as he's like bent over pulling the snag up, Corky gets up and he raises up the oar, and he's just about to fucking KO Duke, but (laughs) nope, it's a log. Ah, shit, it's a log. And I'm like, that's not really a log. It looks like a branch, but yeah. close enough. Rolls I... over in pairs, rolls over your neighbor's dog. It's log. It's log. <laughs> <laughs> I should have pulled that one. Wow. God, I miss Ren and Stampy. Right. Uh, it's fun for a girl and a boy. Hey, you know what? That log would have been good to, to carve a nice dummy out of. <gasps> yeah. Oh, you could have called the fish dummy. Oh shit! You know what? Maybe Fats. This is Fats's cousin. He planted him here. No, this is what Fats did to his cousin. He dumped yeah. him in the fucking river. That's where Fats knows how to do this, Tim. Yeah. Holy shit! Oh. How many other Not dead bodies would are float. in that lake? Just take where just murder down the lake. My cousin will take care of the rest. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Corky's like, look, man, you got any of the scotch left? Because I just about had to kill you. It's like, oh, I thought you didn't like any of booze. Like, yeah, I, I yeah, don't. I'm freezing I'm my balls freezing. Come on. Shut up and give Hey-o. it to me. So he takes a nice shot of it, and then uh, and Duke just looks past him, and it's like, oh, there's the dead body. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's already washed up on shore. Yeah, floated ashore. Like, shit, well, we should probably row over to the dead body. Corky's like, fuck, now what are we going to do? Uh, hey, let's uh, go check uh, check it out. Maybe there's some ID on him. Look for ID. Nope. The dummy already thought about that. Yeah, and so Duke's like, is this uh, is this that Ben Green guy? He's like, no, nah, this couldn't be Ben Green. He must be 6'3". I'm like, I don't, I don't know if he's 6'3". No, but... he says that Ben Green is 6'3". Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, this couldn't this could possibly be Ben Green because Ben Green's over six three. And that's why he's like, but uh, my wife said he was an old fuck because you said. Well, I mean, I said six three, sixty three years old. See, Mm. get it? I'm not lying. So Duke's like, wait a minute, this guy might still be alive. Uh, All right, you go call the hospital, and I'm gonna give him the kiss of life. Wow, it's been a long time since I've heard that expression. Yeah, you know what else? It's been a long time since, Tim. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time since uh, Corky was fat. I thought he couldn't go five minutes. You're right. Okay, I was thinking earlier, like, oh, yeah, how long was that drive up to the Catskills and uh, hanging out yeah. there in the hotel room talking with the lawyers and all? It's like, you just have to, like, you know, distract yourself. That's all you got to exactly. do. Yeah, I guess when the the threat of being caught out and having to potentially kill Duke, I guess that might have overrided the uh, the desire to be fat. But whatever. So Duke uh, tries the mouth to mouth. It's pretty sexy. (laughs) Right away, you see his chest moving up and down. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, the story would lead us to believe that in fact old Ben Green is dead. So rest in peace to Ben Green. Finally officially dead and i'm like mouth to mouth this guy how long has he been in the fucking water he's he's dead well, i think what it means is i think they're implying that he crawled out of the water yeah, yeah like i that, mean that, maybe like they're he assuming made it long enough to to swim to, to that shore and sort of 
pull himself up. Like maybe he was uh, freshly dead. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, because he was pretty much up on the beach. Like it wasn't, and you know, I don't think tides really affect that lake. But much. before, yeah, when he says, "I'm going to give him the kiss of life," I'm because I always did this, especially for old movies. I always watch and see if people are breathing or if they're moving their mouth yeah. or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he wasn't moving his chest up and down. He was holding his breath. And then as soon as he leans in and gives him the kiss of life, his well, chest moves up. Well, yeah, because he's. Anthony Hopkins is breathing air no, into not Anthony Hopkins. No, uh, the other no, guy. no, 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 dude. No, Anthony Hopkins is breathing the air into Burgess Meredith, causing his chest to expand. Anthony as Hopkins. No, it's not Anthony Hopkins. Oh, or, Anthony Hopkins or, or, is Corky. Uh, Corky. Anthony Duke. Hopkins Sorry. went to get yeah, the yeah, cops. Yeah, that's right, dude. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, he didn't really go to get the cops, but we'll find that out. Is uh, Duke leaves the dead body and's like, I'm gonna go do some snooping. So he goes and he takes the spare key goes into the cabin and he goes uh he goes a uh, a fact hunting and he's digging around in the cabin and we see old fats sitting there watching him and duke snoops around oh he and he's up. wearing a, the same hat as uh as duke right now fats is because duke sort of oh, gr- yeah. touches his hat and is like oh that's weird because <laughs> yeah. but and he's also wearing anthony when hopkins did anthony sweater. hopkins have the time to make that yeah, I don't know. Point. That's part of the insanity. He's not just a widow, wow. guys. <laughs> He's knitting mm-hmm. clothes well, and hats. Well, because they they have matching sweaters they wear for a lot yes. of this movie. Yeah. So. yeah, but you could buy that. He knows that he's going to be wearing it with the dummy as a set. That's How does true. he know to get yeah. this fucking guy's hat? He Working made on a new it. Hat. Oh, yeah. Maybe he's going to try to replace Duke with the dummy. I think nobody notices. Duke seems pretty stupid. Go ahead. It's okay to leave me and go to Florida with the other guy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Dead silence, you say. God, that'd be a great move (laughs) for the third act, Tim. But no. Right? He could have fucking killed Duke and just, like, propped him up up in the chair, turned the lights down, opened up, like, a bottle of fucking scotch, and have it, like, stink all over the place, and just, as soon as she comes in, like, look, bitch, I know what you did. Go ahead. Get out. I never want to see you again. Boom! Yeah. I'll run story. your parents' palatial estate here. Yeah. <laughs> well, she said she wasn't able to run it right, so. That's true. I mean, to be fair, yeah, she shut it down. So. Yeah, wasn't wasn't working out for her, and I, I well, it wasn't working for Duke either. Like, neither of them had it figured out. So he opens up. Uh, Duke opens up old Fats's chest, and he finds a bloody wig. <gasps> and the wallet. And the well, the wallet he finds in the in the next ah, uh, uh, that's right, in the drawer, in the next bit of luck, or yeah, the the drawer. So then he's walking around. He's like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. We clearly there's there's some foul play going on here, but here we go. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it appears that fats produces a what appears to be dummy-sized switchblade and stabs duke <laughs> oh wait yeah. it's well first he moves no he moves yeah. very subtly and then that's what brings yeah. duke yeah, his over eyes to him. move yeah his eyes right, move and duke right. is like wait what the fuck and then the eyes are following him as he walks up yeah that's and he, and he gets in close to get a closer yeah. look that's right 
Yeah, and then the dummy stabs Duke. But no, it isn't the dummy. It's Corky. He was the man behind the curtain all along. Again, he's using the dummy as distraction. Look over here yeah. when I do this. It's a good misdirect, Tim. Because then he just fucking slits Duke's throat. And I'm like, fuck, now we got two bodies. Well, Fats, Fats has got a he's plan. Not he's not phased. <laughs> Dude, this is nothing. No. Come on, man. It's like... Look, wipe the blood off my face so it's you don't throw up. two for Tuesday. Up. Yeah, two for Tuesday. Because, look, go out, get some of the canvas from our our, uh, our luggage, right? Wrap both of them up together with a big rock in the canvas and then dump them in the river. Two birds with one stone. Good line. Good line, yeah. So we pan over the lake a little bit. And we cut back to Anthony Hopkins showering, and you know the deed has been done. Again, how many bodies are in this fucking lake, and how many will end up there by the end of this? What's crazy is that the Camp Crystal Lake right next door is really having a problem with the same thing. <laughs> they really are, yeah. Yeah, you know what, though? I mean, at least they had the foresight to chain Jason up to, to a, a concrete block eventually. <laughs> You know what, though? The uh, the catfish in these lakes, I mean, just mm. because they're such a high-quality feed, they're enormous. Hey, like, yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. They're eating off of old agents. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They put up a hell of a fight, too, because they got a taste for blood. Yeah. So, uh, you don't want to go noodling out there, let yeah, me tell you. A, you pull back your skeleton head. Ah! Uh, Tim, you ever watch those videos of people catfish noodling? No. What the hell is that? Oh, yes. Tim, you got to look this up. So there are these idiots, Tim, that they go out to the bayou. They go out to the, like, gulliest of fucking bad places. And they stick their arms and wiggle their fingers into the swamps, right? Down in so holes that, in the swamps. Yeah. Oh, so and the, the catfish, catfish jump on their fucking arms. Yeah, the catfish is like, hey, look, there's a worm. And then it bites their fucking hand. And then they're like, yee! And then they yell like this, yee! And then they, they drag the catfish up. You got to watch these videos, Tim. Do catfish have, like, extremely sharp teeth? Or is it just like, uh... Yeah. No, but they could drag they're, they're you like into the mud. like little pinprick kind of teeth or whatever. Like, yeah. like they'll show, like, the yeah, they'll bring up the they're catfish, throw it on hold. the shore. And then, so, like, in other words, if you're a redneck, shit, but... it's nothing that's really that big of a deal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just rub, this is, rub some provided, mud on it. You'll be fine. Okay. This is the least New York thing that yeah. people yeah. could do. By the way, provided yeah. I'm not Tim, going catfishing in the Hudson River. I can promise you that. Yeah. <laughs> catfishing by the way, in the Catskills, man. Oh. Provided, Tim, that what bites you is a catfish. That's yeah. the other problem. There's other things in the swamp. In these True. holes in the yeah. swamp. Yeah. Yeah, you don't do this shit in Louisiana. Yeah. Well, and yeah, how does this help those guys get laid? Because I'm assuming that's um, why they're doing it, right? Somehow or another, this is supposed to impress women. I don't know. Providing don't know. for one's family, perhaps? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, come on. True. You ever had some fried catfish? That'll you know what? Lead. Nothing gets you hornier than when your husband comes home and his arm is all bitten up and he brought you home a fucking catfish. <laughs> Get it's to true. fry up? Yeah. See, Tim gets it. Tim gets it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, old uh, Anthony Hopkins having a nice shower. We look out the window. <laughs> Almost. We look out the window and That's it's Peggy in the boat. 
Yeah, hey, yeah, that's true. He's got a lot of uh, filth of death he's got to wash off of. So we see Peggy, and she's kind of, you know, futzing around in one of the little boats. And he goes out, and she asks, well, where's uh, where's Duke out? He's like, oh, well, uh, Duke and I, we had a blowout. He said he was going to go hunting and that uh, I should beat it before he gets back. And he says, look, are, are you going to go with me? Uh, I mean, are you going to stay here with Duke or what, what the hell's going on? And she, again, so self-depreciating in this. She's like, well, I guess if I'm the prize, yeah. then I guess you won. But I got to tell Duke because I don't want to just leave him here. I want to make sure to leave him with his pride. Yeah, he like, didn't do. He didn't fail. We failed. Right? Yes, yeah. which is actually yeah. you know what? She's not going to be a fucking dick about it, right? And just pack up and leave the fucking guy that she's been with for however long. Yeah. So now we have a conundrum, Tim, because I don't think Duke's coming back. No, he's not. That's why. Again, this is where you do a fucking weekend at Bernie's, right? You're a fucking ventriloquist. <laughs> the body's already at the bottom of the fucking lake, and we know he's. You whittle a fucking Tim. Duke dummy. Oh, Tim, good you and I Lord. both know that a weekend at Bernie's is a two-man operation, and Fats just mm. isn't going to cut it. But he's a professional <laughs> magician, right? The other two well, are no, two he... bumbling fucking accountants. Yeah, I mean, you do have two men. You've, you've got Corky and Fats, right? So, I don't know. I mean, I guess Fats could, could do the voice while, while Corky does the... <laughs> Oh, oh well, Corky wears him like a suit? Is that what you're suggesting? <laughs> oh, there you go. That's I another mean, route, Steve. Oh, I oh. like that idea. Skin the motherfucker, yeah. Yeah. just put him on, and then just be like, look, you know. Uh, I mean, honestly, you just need to wear the face, right? The rest you can have, like, you know, a nice puffy parka jacket. And... Yeah. By the way, whatever happened to the fucking green beans or asparagus tips, the guy's got to make the decision situation here. Couldn't he just be like, look, bitch, yeah. we're leaving. <laughs> and that's what she'd be well, like, oh, yeah. yes. No, 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 no. See, here's the thing is, she's smart because she's letting the guy make the little stupid decisions mm. and letting him think that he really has the power. But yeah. when push comes to shove, she's sitting on that fucking boat as long as she wants to, waiting for Duke to come home, right? That's true. <laughs> you think you run shit? Mm-mm. Anthony Hopkins needs to go full Lawrence Fishburne and just declare, we're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember him saying that in The Matrix. What movie did he say that in? It was Event Horizon. Event Horizon. Yeah. After they see the video uh, of the yeah. blood I thought you meant I can Tina. Now he just looks at the crew oh, and goes, we're leaving. <laughs> the only appropriate response that happened in fucking Event Horizon, by the I'm not, way. I'm not going to lie. That's like one of my favorite lines in all of movie history. Because yeah, that is the only like realistic response. <laughs> Oh, God. I think I brought it up before, but have you ever seen that, uh, what was it, Land of the Dead? You know, when they did, they they remade the Dawn of the Dead, and then right out yeah, they the were Land like, of yeah, the Dead. Yeah. Oh, where they were living in the fucking high-rise tower? Yes, yeah. they were living yeah. in the high-rise oh, okay, tower. Yeah, this was the zombies. Oh, yeah, the, uh, yeah. Uh, with Dennis Hopper and uh, Simon yes. Baker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, and so, John Leguizamo. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so Dennis Hopper was like the guy that ran the high-rise. Like a zombie. Super-duper... He was like a super duper like rich guy, right? Yeah, King Koopa. Yeah, and so they're like, "All right, we gotta, we gotta get out of here because the high rise ended up getting infiltrated." And he's in the parking structure, right, in his limo, and he's he's got his limo driver, 
He's like, all right, you get, get, get in the front, you know, drive and everything. And the limo driver is going to, to get in the front of the limo, looks over his shoulder, sees all of the zombies have, have burst in. The limo driver turns, looks over to Dennis Hopper, says, bye, Mr. James, and then just runs away. <laughs> 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 it's one of the funniest fucking things. It's exactly, yeah, we're leaving. Fuck you. I'm out of here. Peace. Uh, I but the no. safer, right? What's that? Got to be safer inside the limousine than getting out and running in front of all those fucking zombies. Uh, I think it didn't work out for Dennis Hopper, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. I, I believe think it worked he did out for die. any of them, yeah. True, true. Except for the zombies. They did okay. <laughs> so, all right. So we're still waiting. No Duke. Peggy gets worried. I guess, uh, I guess Peggy's worried, too. She's like, all right, I'm going to... I'm going to go get some scotch and bring it back down. You know, we'll have a nice little meeting. But as Corky's packing up to leave, Fats is, Fats is miserable. Because Peggy picked Corky, but, but then Fats is like, well, look, man. What, it's going to be a two-man act now? I'm out. I'm getting packed away. I can't do that. I can't just go away. I'll but, tell. You'll, what do you mean, you'll tell? I'll tell everyone about everything. Mm. Yeah, he just says, look, man, you're going to be doing the act one night, and I'll just fucking drop a dime on you. I'll just tell everybody, hey, you killed these people. They're buried up in this lake. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> so you know what you've got to do, Corky? you got to kill fats. Maybe the cat, too, because the cat also... Cats and I witness. No loose ends. Mm -hmm. Maybe the mm -hmm. cat can talk. Who knows? It's a talking cat. Where's <laughs> my Eric Roberts? I think I saw a movie about that. <laughs> That'll one make the rules, day. Phil. One fucking day uh, at a time. That's what the fucking judge show. says. Is later, the judge. I have an emergency witness. Who is it? Uh, the, pull the right cat it. up. It's a talking cat. <laughs> Uh, just telling everybody he's fucking talking to the dummy. The guy's crazy. Like, yeah. So now, Peggy comes back with some scotch and's like, ah, "I was gonna drink, but uh, I didn't feel like drinking alone. That's probably not a good thing. I heard that means you're an alcoholic. So uh, why don't we why don't we have a drink?" Corky's like, "All right, cool, but uh, hey, hey, you know, you would be a funny idea. Why don't we just leave anyway? You know." She's like, nah, I'm not gonna just leave anyway. So I was like, shit, that didn't work. Yeah, that's well, I guess we got a little bit testy here. Yeah, yeah. So I guess we gotta get Fats in here. Uh, hey, Fats, he'll uh, he'll help out. Hey, uh, Fats, why don't you tell her uh, what we should do? Oh, wait, no, sorry. no, <laughs> no, the opposite of that. Oh, oh. Fats Dick is like, move, uh, Fats. Dick, oh, Fats. move. You cock blocker, Fats. It's like, hey, did he, uh, did he do the mind-reading trick to you that he uses to screw all the bimbos to make them believe in magic? And then he describes looking at the bottom card of it, and then when you do the cut, you know where the bottom card is, mm -hmm. so you know what the next card is on top of the cut so that you know what her card is. Oh, Fats, you Very, son very of a simple magic bitch. trick. It's like the easiest magic trick to fucking learn how to do. Yep, yep. Crazy simple. Like, Magic 101. And she, well, uh, 
She realizes she's been had. She's like, look, what? Is this fucking funny to you? Like, and then, and by the way, you've got the dummy telling me this? You idiot? You fucking bastard? I'm going to leave. So she goes back home crying. And poor girl. Peg's just been through the ringer, man. So yeah. Corky heads back into the cabin and Fats chimes in again. Says, uh, listen to me, you schmuck. You know why I said that? Well, I said it because I can, and you can't stop me. So you better sit down, because I'm going to explain all this to you. You see, I've been laying low this whole time. You know, just slowly making you more comfortable. Then you come in, and you want to break up this act? You need me, Corky. And we got to old, no. <laughs> cut to Hopkins losing his fucking mind yeah because now the dummy is telling him sit down do this do that all the stuff that he made the dummy do he's now making anthony hopkins do right yep. get down bark like a dog yeah now put your hand up put your hand back down stick your hand on my ass it's so seeing, good though it is because you're seeing sir anthony hopkins debasing himself for a dummy he wasn't a sir then he was uh, no just he was an alcoholic actor who would take any part Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Crawling on the floor, sweating. Get up. Uh, go in circles. Turn around. Uh, uh, okay, Fat says uh, spin. Fat says touch the ceiling. Now get a knife. Yeah. Whoa, like, what? That snaps him out of it. Oh, wait a minute. What do you, what do you mean? It's like, no, you, no, this is easy, bud. You just got to go up there and uh, take care of the last loose end. Old Peggy. Oh, the cat? No. <laughs> no. Piggy. Meow. That's an outside cat. You're never catching it. <laughs> right. It turns out that Fats has been giving our 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 hero here a bunch of headaches from time <laughs> to time. Because uh they kind of show it off a couple of times through the movie, but not not really overtly. Um, that Corky's been getting these headaches. I think, in fact, Ben Green calls it out when he when he comes into the cabin to talk to him and says, don't give me that migraine bullshit, right? Uh, yeah. And maybe that's why he doesn't want to take the medical exam, right? Yeah, yeah, could be that too. Maybe, oh, maybe he's got a tumor. Yeah, see, that, that that's right? what I was kind of thinking is because it's got to be easy. I mean, come on. We've seen him go five, ten minutes without doing the fucking uh, the voice for the dummy, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he could very easily pass a fucking medical exam, like we said before, except for if he has a brain tumor or if this guy's getting fucking those kind of blinding migraines like that, yeah. something's going to show up on the test and he doesn't want to admit it and maybe that's what's helping driving him crazy. Could be. Could be. Good theory. He's got a Charles Whitman thing going on. So no, obviously uh, a demon is in the doll. That's mm-hmm. that's the yeah. moral of the story, right? Yeah, I saw it move. Could be. So that's yeah, that's yeah, what it'd yeah. be. It did move. That's true, and uh, you can't explain that, Tim. Uh, so, that gives Corky a crazy headache, and it's uh, shrill and sharp and and blinding to him. You see him just like agonizing and leaning against the mirror. And Fats tells him, now you go kill her, or I'm going to do it again. And I'm going to do it a hundred times harder in a hundred days long. 
So now we're back in uh, Peggy's bedroom where she's laying there not doing great. Yeah, just staring at the ceiling, nice little push-up bra, like just like you know, under her like full outfit, just kind of like, yeah. well, man, today was a lot, wasn't it? What Dear a day. Diary. Yeah. I mean, there are days and there are days, Tim. And she hears a little, a little knocking on the door. She says, uh, hey, leave me alone, you know. But it's not Corky this time, it's Fats. He says, hey, I, I left Corky at the cabin. He, he's going to leave, but, uh, well, he has something for you. A wooden heart. He whittled it for you. So it's a you wouldn't heart. have a whittled heart. A widow, whittled heart. Aww. But he says he made it for her so she wouldn't have contempt for him. I'm like, that's kind of a dick move. Well, again, like, see, he's putting it on her. See, you're going to yeah. be the bitch if you don't take it. Yeah. Yeah. He's gaslighting her to yeah. you. So she's like, oh, I never had contempt for him, but uh, just, you know, just leave that it at he, the like, door. Just that he, like, psychically fucked, fucked around with me, right? By making me think we have a psychic link. Yeah, yeah. Again, gaslighting her. So. Yeah, that's, that's pretty unforgivable, right? If if you know if you met your significant other and they found out that it was a complete fucking con job, that's something. Okay. How? Oh, sorry. Dare no. you talk about you've got mail like that? <laughs> oh, <God damn. laughs> uh, right? <laughs> Yo, she fucking she's banging Jeff Bezos before he's Jeff Bezos. I mean, it's right? basically every rom com is this, right? Yeah. Well, from the 90s, specifically. <laughs> 90s, you hacks. Some of the worst shit. So uh, she's like, yeah, cool. Leave it at the door then, because uh, bye. So you can hear him put it on the floor. And then uh, she goes, yeah, you, you didn't leave. So can you leave now, and then I'll get it? Hey, you caught yeah. me. Yeah. Brains as well as boobs. Yep, second Next time he says time. that. Yep. If you ever want to come play with my levers again, give me a call. And I'm like, man, Fats has got some lines. He's he's pretty good here. He's been there before, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, he puts the wooden heart down, but we see that Corky's hiding around the corner. She opens the door. And this is a great down. scene because, Eddie, when she opens up the door, he's standing there, and you can see, and he moves his eyes exactly yeah, yep. like how a dummy would move his eyes to the yes. left. Yeah, just straight across both eyes, like it's clicking into place. Yep. She bends down, gets the heart, and we cut to Corky and Fats in the cabin. Corky's holding the bloody knife, and he drops it. He says, she smiled. I made her happy. No tricks. Just me. No I made tricks. her happy. Oh, yeah. and he's crying. Yeah. Oh, he's sobbing. And Fats says, uh, well, okay, but oh, my stomach hurts for some reason. That's weird because I'm a dummy and my stomach shouldn't hurt. <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> I even eat anything. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't something I ate. So, uh, 
And he goes, no, no, it wasn't that. You see, it turns out what I did was I took that knife, Corky, me, and I, uh, I stabbed myself in the stomach. And he moves his hand, and you see he's bleeding. He says, well, uh, but you, you dummy, why didn't you? And this Fats tells him, you dummy, why didn't you just leave with her? Corky says, well, she, she wouldn't have left with me. I, I couldn't even get her to open the door. In fact, I, I had to have you help me. I, uh, she didn't want to talk to me. And Fats is like, you dumbass. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't me. It was, it was always us. There's no. There, there's no, uh, there is no us. As a matter of fact, you, you dumb shit, I'm you. <laughs> like, what the? And I'm like, ah, oh, damn it. It's not that kind of a movie, idiot. Come on, man. You're crazy. Yeah. Yeah, you're just, you're nutty nuts. Duh, this is March Madness, of course. What, what do you expect? So, he, Fats asks Corky, can you at least, like, crawl over to my side of the room and can we just kind of chill and die together? He says, you know, I hope I, uh, I hope I don't go first, though. Great fucking line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the dummy's like, yeah. I want to live long enough to see you die. <laughs> yeah. Like, Corky hits him back, though. He's like, you know what? I don't think it works that way. I think we go together, man. Yeah, see? Chances are. Yeah, this is kind of like that fucking whole how scene from 2001 where you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. And we zoom out, and we see Peggy. <laughs> Poor Peggy, man. <laughs> She's about to have the worst day of her fucking life oh. tomorrow. Oh, God. I I wanted so much to see, like, uh, the next morning. Oh, God. I just wanted to see, like, 30 more fucking seconds to see what the fuck was yeah. going on. Because <laughs> she's packed her shit up. She's got yeah. on her Sunday best, and she's like, hey, uh, you hey, know what, Cork? Cork, I, I changed my mind. Hurry up before mm-hmm. I change it again. Let's go. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then she does a dummy voice. Yeah. yeah. that's a... Because the demon has passed to her now. Oh. Or the craziness, right? Too. Yeah, well. See, when she finds out what the fuck happened is that Burgess Meredith got fucking knocked off, her husband got killed, and this fucking guy fucking killed himself with the dummy. That no one's going to believe stress. he killed himself Harikiri style. Oh, wait, oh she's oh, going to go down for this. this. Like, yeah. They're going to the think sp- that yeah. she did it. Oh, In the spring when the lake warms up. And like, so they're going to find her dead lover now who she was going to leave with. And then her husband's missing. And then in the spring when those bodies float up and it's going to be uh, her dead husband and her dead lover's agent. Oh God! Yeah, that was going to be a problem down the road. Even if they did, if they did get away and went to Paris, I think uh, Interpol might be involved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's going to need to go to some like non-extraditory country, Tim, and I don't think she can afford it. I know she's got that Rolls Royce out front. Yeah, that's right. That's Sell true. that for fifty grand, right? She's got the roll. She's got the wooden heart. She could probably hawk the dummy. <laughs> it's famous. It was on Carson. Oh shit! So- well, there was no eBay back then. Yeah, so, so do you guys yeah. think the the ending was really weird too? Which yeah, you know, she's doing the voice or whatever, and she like tosses the wooden heart up in the air, and it like yep. freeze frames on the most blurry image of the wooden heart. It's yeah, like, because yeah. what she says well, in the, like a dummy style voice is, "You might not get this fucking opportunity tomorrow," and this is the first yeah, yep. time that you hear her curse. Yeah, yep. like I said, the well, demons because... passed over. 
Yeah, that's it. It's a real uh, <laughs> evil dead spirit of the woods demon. Yeah. It's moved on it from the It is a bit of a dummy. weird ending for this movie, which... I mean, is she just doing that to, like, play along with him? Like, this is what he yeah. does, so yeah, yeah, I'm going to yeah, do it, too. Like... But, like, this is the first time she's done it, and the very first time that we've heard her curse or say anything, like, in a bad bad way. Well, yeah, now she's being a bad girl, dude. She's leaving her husband without telling him. So she yeah, must be punished. <laughs> Having three and, murder uh, raps, that's a punishment. Jesus. So yeah, that's uh that's the movie, folks. 1978's Magic. And Tim, what did you think? I completely enjoyed this movie 100%. I am glad that I finally got around to watching it. Oh good. I think with a lot of the pe- a lot of the problems I have, and I think probably a lot of people feel the same way and have it, is there are just so many fucking movies and things to watch now that things like this that like I think Stephen is you said this is on your to watch list. Yeah, for but years. It, yeah, it, but it just keeps getting pushed back because this show just came out on Disney Plus, and now Amazon just dropped this movie, and Netflix has this coming out. So I'll watch it next time, next time. But again, one of the things I love about doing this fucking show and the other podcasts is that I get to see movies that I either never would have seen to begin with, or movies that I always wanted to see but just never had the time to watch them. Either the time or the excuse. Stephen Izzy, what do you guys think? Oh, I I loved it. I'm disappointed in myself for not seeing it sooner, and I'm so glad that uh, you gave us, guys gave us a great excuse to like sit down and watch it. <laughs> we actually watched it twice this week just yeah. to like make sure we got all the craziness. Yeah, yeah I, I like it. It's a great psychological thriller. Uh, I mean, uh, the first two acts of the movie, you kind of start thinking like, wait, is the dummy really talking? Because it kind of only happens, obviously, when... Mm-hmm. you know it's the two of them in the room kind of thing and then, and then at the end when uh when he like stabs uh duke or whatever it's like wait is this movie gonna take that turn right. that's what like, makes oh, this really okay, a good movie because at that point you still would have been in right would that have been yeah, like yeah. a deal breaker if it turned out oh, no. at the end of this movie the last act that the fucking dummy is real and yeah. is really doing all this shit yeah, plus I got to see Anne Margaret's boobs. So yes, well yeah. we got to see one of them. Nice. Jesus. Well, and uh, it's in really quick flashes, but yeah, when when Duke gets killed is when the the dummy has the most dramatic face changes. Like yeah. it flashes out real quick, and he's like, like got his mouth open and his his eyebrows are up high, and he's like ha ha ha, and it flashes back, and he's like grr, and that flashes back, and he's back to ha ha. Yeah, and and, uh, and the second time watching it, I was like, were there any scenes where like the the dummy was moving really like without Anthony Hopkins being in the room or you know Lee revealed being in the room and stuff? The only time I I noticed was when uh, in when he's talking about the migraines in like the third act and the big like ah, I'm gonna give you a migraine bubble is like he sets the dummy down like yes on the yeah. I know couch exactly what you're talking about yep, yep. and he walks over and then yeah you see like the eyes and the head like turned and follow him over to the mirror and it's like oh he's already off the ca- and that was the only time where it was like oh wow that yeah that's really but is going that on that he's feeling like it's watching him or yeah or yeah. is the mummy actually or the dummy actually moving. But yeah, great movie. Check it out, everybody. Yep. Directed Highly by Doctor Hammond himself. Yeah. 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 Doctor Hammond did a did a, a great job on it. Again, I, I mean, I would absolutely recommend it. Like I said at the beginning of it, you, it's a must watch, and uh, it's on the Blood Bank too, so you can check it out there. But Stephen Izzy, 
before I let you guys go, I, I have to know, do you guys do anything on the internet that maybe our listeners should uh, pay attention to? No. Nothing yeah. Well, I mean, we do have that little podcast, Everything I Learned from Movies, uh, available on all the major podcatchers you might be interested in. Uh, let's see. Also, April 10th, Saturday, April 10th, we're hosting Podcart Fest. It's a celebration of podcast and art. We're going to have some Yay! great demonstrations, uh, special guest uh, appearances from uh, comedians Dana Gould and Jan- uh, Janet Varney. Yay! And uh, director Brian Trenchard Smith of uh, legendary movies like The Man from Hong Kong and Turkey Shoot and Leprechaun in Space and BMX Bandits. He's they're all going to be there for uh, Q and A sessions. So come check it out, April tenth. See some great art. Yeah, so good. And what if I wanted to like go to an Etsy store? Is there anywhere I could do that? Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I actually do a bunch of uh, fun art and what's not over at untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I get all kinds of fun stuff, including uh, one of my favorites. I did a watercolor series of movie monsters who love kittens, and I sell the prints in my shop very affordable. We got, like, Predator loves kittens. and yeah. So, like, you have a kittens. painting of, like, a Predator saving a kitten from a tree? It's a predator hugging a kitten. Oh, <laughs> and then he eats him. <laughs> no, they're friends. <laughs> no, he hits the self-destruct thing on his wrist. The cat does, right? The cat's yeah. pouring at his buttons and blows them all up. <laughs> yeah, well, it started with, uh, it started with a- we were watching Alien, and I was like, spoiler alert for a 40-year-old movie that you should have already seen if you're listening to this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the xenomorph never bothers the cat through three movies and it was like oh xenomorphs mm. must love cats they eat a dog but they never eat a cat True. um and it yeah. was like good in tv two and shows two together there mm-hmm. right and in tv shows cats get eaten a lot but in movies cats almost never get fucked with that's true. Maybe, you know what it is? Maybe the xenomorphs and the cats like have a mutual respect. Well, no, I think like, what it yeah, is, cats are smart enough to get the fuck out of there as soon as shit starts yeah. happening, right? <laughs> well, yeah. The but dog's cause... gonna run up to the fucking devil predator and then get fucking spiked. True. Cats, are uh, yeah. Shit. I mean, I'm out of here. Fuck be, that shit. To be fair, in this movie, Magic, we did not see that cat in the third act. It, it, right? it vomited. Yeah, he's like, whoa, oh, wait a second. No, I'm a witness. Sense. He saw me. He knows where I live. I better get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, definitely check that out. Tim, is there anything you want people to pay attention to on the Internet other than us? Uh, well, yes, definitely, of course, <laughs> us and join our Patreon. Uh, we got some mm-hmm. bonus episodes coming out pretty soon, right? And well, we have the uh, Zanty Misfits already. Adventure show soon, too. Yes, so the Zandy Misfits already came out, that bonus episode. We have got the first episode of the Friday the 13th television series coming out uh, this week, actually. Nice. And uh, after that, we will have a bonus episode coming out. Another Ghost Hunters, not Adventures. Ghost Adventures already came out, Tim. All right. Well, it's one of those ghost shows where Candace is going to prove that ghosts are real. Yeah, okay. Yeah, this is episode two of the Candace Files, where she presents to us <laughs> the most compelling argument that she has. I'm going to scully that shit all over that fucking episode. <laughs> committed to the Learning Channel, though. So I mean, Oh, so you know it's true, because it's on the Learning Channel, which is mm-hmm. like the... I don't know what's worse, Learning Channel or True TV. Uh, two biggest yeah. fucking lies ever on TV. Neither Learning nor True. No. Exactly. But and so we'll yes, our show. Not on the History Channel anymore. Ancient aliens. Uh, yeah, they don't even have Hitler anymore on the show. Forged in fire. 
at least that has a historic weapon recreation. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> historic yeah. ancient alien weapons. That's it. Oh, but other ancient than... But other than us, Tim, what do you got? Uh, I got a bunch of grind bins coming out this month. The March of May is March uh, for Yobo. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, if not, I'm just going to say it anyway, so it'll be true, is I'm going to be on Daniel's podcast pretty soon doing something. Well, the Mustachio <laughs> podcast, you know, check that out, as well as the grind bin anywhere. you obligated to have me on the show. That's, that's the way to do it, man. Yeah, it's better to uh, beg for forgiveness than ask for permission. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, so when's your uh, pick coming up on Grindin there, Tim? Uh, well, we actually, it's funny that you said that because we got two of our pi- two of my picks done this month. We did uh, oh, Beyond shit. the Door, which hasn't come out yet. And, and Tracks, right? Well, no. Tracks was, Mike gave me that because he put it up on the poll. And he said that if it wins, because it never wins, it gets like three votes every time he puts it up. He said <laughs> if it wins, that Tim's going to get an extra pick. And thanks to Daniel, that movie won by one pick. <laughs> one point so i get an extra pick and i am picking night riders the george romero movie the longest possible mm. director's cut that we can find very nice. good but uh yeah no i gave one of my picks to mike because he was bitching and moaning the other night quite like i do and saying how he has the <laughs> podcast and he never gets any of his movies on so i'm like ah hey, you know what fuck it uh-huh. i say it it's a funny bit but uh take my pick and he picked a horrible, horrible fucking movie. I made a gigantic <laughs> mistake by letting him pick, take one of my picks. Oh, man. All I'm going to say that is Sylvester like Stallone, his brother, decides to see if he can do a, a Rambo-style movie. <gasps> yeah! yeah. Oh, Frank, the real talent. Terror in Beverly Hills. Ooh. Oh, man. So I guess, yeah, guys. Again, thank you for joining us. And this... Is how we end it.